This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, this is a room full of atheists, I think. Right? For the most part? Yeah. 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 But I mean, even if. Fuck God. But I mean, I hate. you got evil eyes. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thundercast. My name is Lucas. I'm Christian. And I'm Liam. Here of another podcast that just talks about movies. Today, we are sponsored by Gavriel Princip. Uh, he's the guy who uh, shot Franz Ferdinand and uh, started World War One. Yeah, we have some shitty sponsors. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> it's it's just assassins and kitty litter and empty, yeah. em- empty movie theaters. Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, yeah, if you want to sponsor us, uh, thunderlizardfilms uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there you go. It's really rough. I just actually accidentally got my hand stuck in a dead guy jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll, co- that'll come into play in a, in a handful of minutes here well, and we are coming live straight from World War One. this was a bad idea this was a terrible choice no though. yeah this is a bad place and time to be the people who gave us a time machine to, to uh, do time traveling podcasts were like fuck off come yeah, on yeah really like this is the first time traveling ever a person <laughs> has done and we did this yeah we're Why? here I don't know if you can hear the, the sounds in the background of, of uh, thousands of widows crying. But... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some guns going on. It's shitty because we can't go back. We can't change anything in fear of screwing everything up. So we just have to sit here and make sure we don't get shot. Yeah, we're just watching, <laughs> hide behind a boulder. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, today uh, that, was our, that was our dumb intro. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. So today we're going to be talking about uh, the Oscars, pretty much. Uh, yeah, we got we a couple other things in in the in the, uh, the bracket. Ha! That joke will be funny in an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we're going to talk about the Oscars. Uh, and uh, all right, what's uh, what's the ingestion, boys? What's the ingestion for this ingestion. week? Ingestion. Who's going to go first? Uh, I think. Well, Liam and I pretty much only saw like I've only seen a hand, like one or two things since uh, we recorded last. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, I guess I'll go. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff. Or, or you guys we'll, can go first and get, yeah, we'll get let, your shit over with. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we'll probably just talk about everything together because yeah. we saw everything together this well, week for the most part. And there's one thing that we're all three going to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and we'll save that for when you when you bring. Yeah, it up. all right. <laughs> so uh, the first thing that uh, I had watched was uh, I've, I've seen. Uh, I've, I'm almost caught up on his dark materials. We have uh, two more episodes mm. to watch before uh, that uh, we're all done for the season. And, and I've been meaning to try and watch the last one, except I've been getting, like, I can't find a site that'll stream it properly Hey, 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 you mean your Crave subscription is not working. <laughs> um, I actually watched the first episode of it. Did you? Yeah. Right on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because you read the book. Uh, yes, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about, shit, yeah. Shit, <laughs> spoiler. Shit, Christian. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, so so we have, t- I have two more episodes, but uh, I'm really, I really enjoy it, which is odd, because I don't like fantasy as i've mentioned a million times but uh but uh, the thing about this dark materials it's it's a pretty modern fantasy it's not like medieval yeah. it's yeah. also yeah, like exactly. a weird hybrid of like versus it's fantasy but it's also kind of sci-fi yeah and it's it's kind of like anachronistic mm-hmm. like uh because like in the opening scene of the first episode you got like a pretty modern day helicopter yep and yep. then things go seem to jump back about 100 years yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, but yes, and then uh, aside from that, I actually did start reading a book. Uh, I know you guys are sh- fucking shocked. <laughs> um, I'm almost finished. I got like 20 pages left. It's it's more of a novella, but it's written by someone that Liam and I actually know. 
Uh, her name is Emily Aaron Vance. I'm oh, sorry, or Aaron. Aaron, Emily Aaron oops, I fucked up her name. Aaron Emily Ann Vance. Uh, she uh, we worked with her for for quite some time. Uh, she wrote a book called Advice for Taxidermists and Amateur Beekeepers. Um, that is an amazing title. Yeah, it's not really about either of those things. <laughs> also, sorry for getting your name wrong, Aaron. Yeah, we sorry, Aaron. You. I miss the days of you telling me not to go screw with people during reading week. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the time people need a break the most. Uh, but uh, it's about this family uh, who lives in essentially Turner Valley, which is a, a small town outside of, of Calgary. Uh, it's they never really mention that at Turner Valley, but it's fucking Turner Valley. And it's about this family who lives there and one of the sisters. There's three sisters and a brother, and one of the sisters dies in a very tragic uh, fire um, with her two daughters or, and her one unborn child. And uh, it's just about the ramifications of that and how they're all dealing with the, with the death and uh, how the family is already a little weird and how after death um, happens, they get a little weirder <laughs> as mm-hmm. things go on. But uh, yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it. It's really short. It's like 96 pages or something yeah, like so that. So it's kind of like back when it's a very rare occurrence when books are that long these days. Yeah. Um. There's from what Christian described to me, there's a lot of there's like some dark comedy in there, which I live for. Yeah, there's an entire entire paragraph that's about uh, uh, a uh, uh, coroner carrying two boxes of dead babies and he <laughs> slips and falls on some ice and one of them slips underneath the car and he's got to like dig out the, the box of dead babies. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, but uh, she, she's she's more of a poet, uh, so some of her prose um, is really short and to the point, but mm-hmm. it's it is very impactful at the same time. It's really good. I really enjoy it. I mean, I wouldn't typically have a problem with that. I think it's just because it would be kind of refreshing, given that like some prose in recent years has become very indulgent and way as, too long. As, as an avid reader of fantasy. It is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's even like, that's part of the reason why I have trouble sitting down and reading really long books these days. Yeah. No, yeah I've, like Brandon Sanderson's work is like a 600 book, 600 page book for him is a short one. Oh, really? Who's that? That's Exp- uh, Expan- Expanse? No, 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 no. That's James S. A. Quarry. Uh, the Expanse books are usually between five and 800 pages. So oh, okay. They're, they're a little shorter, but like he does like a uh, Mistborn, um, Stormlight Archive, stuff like that. Yeah. You're speaking gibberish to me, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and then I also read uh, the, the last issue in uh, the series, The Last Night on Earth which by Scott I, Snyder and I, Greg Capullo. Which I still want to read, but I know what happens. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a Batman story. It's like an Elseworlds Batman story uh, that gets really fucking weird. Uh, there's the, I think I talked about it a while ago because uh, the issues were so spread out. But uh, there's the Joker is in a lan- the Joker's head is in a lantern. It's essentially, and, it's essentially oh. a, I think it's a green lantern lantern. Actually, uh, I don't think I'm not sure. It's been a while since I read the first issue, but basically Batman bums it around with the Joker in a lantern. Um, and that the sounds jo- amazing. The Joker just keeps making wisecracks and saying how much he wants to be uh, Robin. Yeah, and he just won't and, shut up. And ba- it's like a weird buddy buddy road trip movie yeah it's like the straight man and the and the, and the wacky guy uh there I, there's one thing that happens in there that's just absolutely batshit that i am batshit hey that i am gonna spoil <laughs> for you so spoilers if you haven't read uh, the last night on earth so skip maybe um, 30 seconds but the joker com- the joker becomes robin Oh. Um, and how he does so is there's a, uh, a a suit that one of the Robins had built after he had been uh, paralyzed, and it responds to the synapses in his brain so he can still move around. And because the Joker's just a head, they literally just screw it onto the suit, and then he becomes Robin. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, no, and keeping, I mean, like, Jaro has nothing on that. Neither does the amazing screw-on head. Yeah. Yes, that is a thing. Look it up. Huh. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. Um, that's what I've got. Right on. So uh, I guess uh, if it's my turn... Uh, one thing that uh, Christian and I did was we got to go see uh, 
on the road show for uh, Jane Silent Bob, uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, oh, I, nice. was, uh, I forgot to mention which it, yes. included a uh, Q and A with Kevin Smith at the end. Yeah, which uh, was quite special for Liam and I, yes. I should say, for one particular reason, which Liam is going to fill you in on now. Uh, we so Christian and I, uh, we learn we've seen Kevin Smith uh, as of now three times. Three times, yeah. Unless you count a photo op that we got a few years ago. Yeah, so we've met him once and seen him three times. Yeah. So uh, we learned at the first show we ever went to is that if you want him to answer a question for you to get noticed, bring a sign or make something, just anything that like will trigger his sensibilities. So at the office, Christian and I made a uh, sign, brought it uh, downtown on the bus, desperately trying to hide it because because yeah, it had some choice language on it. <laughs> Yeah, apparently you can't it, it, walk around with a sign saying, I am the clit commander on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some looks. Um, but so we watched the movie, which we'll talk more about it in a couple of minutes. But uh, so at the end of the show, uh, Kevin Smith came out and uh, he did what he usually does, kind of just gives his little spiel. Um, and uh, then once he started taking questions, we were we put, lifted up a sign of a second round. And uh, so, so, we given got, so I was Liam holding, got the second question. Yeah, yeah, so given I was the one holding the side at that point. Um, I got to ask Kevin Smith a question to which he gave me a good 20 to 25 20. to 30 minute uh, answer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What was your question? Um, I asked Kevin Smith. Uh, How was your anal fissure? <laughs> <laughs> no, I asked him out of your whole career or your whole experience as a filmmaker, what do you consider your greatest success and what do you consider your greatest challenge? Yeah. Oh. And and uh, somebody behind us was like, oh, because like <laughs> usually people ask Kevin Smith questions like, when's clerks for yeah <laughs> you know like just being fucking assholes about it and and uh somebody did ask what's happening with uh with moose jaws which is a movie he's making that's jaws with a moose yeah uh but yeah liam asked this really genuine and, and real question and got this very wonderful yeah answer. it was actually kind of inspiring in some ways yeah, it was very like, beautiful i mean i would try to recount uh what what he did say but given it's kevin smith there is too much to go over yeah there was a lot <laughs> it's recorded somewhere so some it'll be online at some point but um and oh, that's awesome other cool thing and this just shows like how good a guy kevin smith seems to be like with all the whenever somebody asked a question for those whole long periods where he'd answer the questions he would not break eye contact yeah he'd look at them like directly so he was like looking staring at liam <laughs> and i was so mad <laughs> yeah like i'm his movies aren't for me but he's always struck me as like a really genuine like guy yeah i think you'd you'd probably appreciate and you've said it in the past that you appreciate him as more as a public figure yeah i really like i like listening to listen to him talk about movies and shit but like his movies just aren't for me yeah yeah and then we understand that and that's where reboot comes in because I'm going to say it. it. Yeah, you would fucking hate it. <laughs> Reboot is not a good movie. No. But it was However, a blast. But it's so much fun. <laughs> you have, uh, if first... you're a fan of Kevin Smith, it is it is the most Kevin Smith movie that has ever existed because like, it's just fan service. There's every like two minutes. There. Yeah, every two minutes there's either a reference to an old Kevin Smith movie or a character from an old Kevin Smith movie. The yeah. only person who we're missing is uh, Jeff Anderson because, from what I understand, he's a bit of a dingus to one of his best friends. Yeah, they're no. not talking, really, as far as I know. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, no, we're, and we're even just weird random cameos, like Val Kilmer as a cameo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where he awesome. plays Blunt Man. And, and, and uh, he doesn't have to talk, so that was actually kind of good for him because huh. his voice is all fucked up because he has cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, 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 Melissa Benoist, I believe her name is, is Chronic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a uh, supergirl. Yeah, I was going to say she was in Whiplash, but yeah. She is also in Whiplash, yeah. 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 Uh, and even, um, what's his name is there? Uh, even Ben Affleck shows up in this movie. Oh, nice. And uh, his scene is actually very, very genuine. And actually, I was like, well, oh, you're actually kind of giving me the feels for a little moment. Yeah. And they, uh, 
They even make reference to the fact that they made a movie in the 90s that was considered very, very progressive when it came out. But there are some things now that kind of haven't maintained that. But there's a little reference in there to the fact that it's like, yeah, we know, but we tried. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of Kevin Smith, then I suggest going and seeing uh, Reboots. It should be out sometime in the next couple months here, like for home video. Uh, but, uh, if you're not a fan of Kevin Smith, maybe don't watch it. Like, you're, cause you're not gonna enjoy it whatsoever. Uh, cause the night before that, Liam and I'd watched, uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. And, uh, that movie's fucking great, but also <laughs> really dumb. Yeah, so, we also realized we could essentially quote that entire movie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What else, Liam? Um, that's all I've really seen outside of, like, the other thing we saw, but we'll no. uh, get to that when Lucas brings it up. All right, Lucas, your ingestion time. All right, I'm going to bring it up. Uh, we all saw 1917. That's right, not yeah. together. Not together, separately. But... Uh, I saw it once with uh, with uh, my partner and my brother, and then I saw it again with Liam, who, my other partner. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and a guy we me. work with, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a guy we work with, and, uh, yeah. Um, I want to hear what Lucas has to say. Cause he, oh, like, I, it's so good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I was really well very done. impressed with yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 a ride. Oh, like it, it like usually when I see a movie that like it's shot all to make it look like one one shot, it feels especially like with like Birdman specifically, it feels like a gimmick. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's it, it's adding anything to the story. But like here, it felt like necessary, yeah. like a necessary part of oh, this specific story. I agree. Totally. And like, and even just like the way they Christian brought up a way they kind of bend time a little bit. Yeah. But not like in a Christopher Nolan Dunkirky kind of way, just like yeah. these really clever movements with the camera and the yeah. way, and the way characters enter a scene and leave and whatnot. So I don't mm-hmm. want, I, I, this one I don't want to spoil because it is a best picture nomination, which we'll cover in a, in, in a short little while, but mm-hmm. it seems um, to be one of the front runners as well. I believe so. Yeah. I think yeah. it's got like eight or something. Like that. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll cover it in a minute. But but, like, mo- most likely it seems because it's been winning all like the best picture awards at previous yeah. award shows. It look, so. Yeah. It looks like it, it's, it's a very strong contender for best picture. Yeah. I but mean, there's that one moment when uh, Will, and I can't remember what the other character's name is. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Ben or something. Uh, Blake. 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 Well, yeah, his, his, start, uh, uh, his last name is Blake. Yeah. yeah, so Blake and Will, I can't remember Will's last name, but anyway, they're walking. Um, Schofield. Schofield. Yeah, Schofield. So Blake and Schofield are walking through, and there's a bit where you don't, like, the way the camera's pointing, it's pointing at a big open field, and you don't see the farm there that mm-hmm. they end up at. And the camera pans, or, or sorry, circles around uh, Blake's uh, uh, Blake's character and comes around his back, and then the the for, uh, the farm is there yeah i was like what it's it's incredible just like that slight little bend in time because they know you don't want to see them walk for two hours yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. if i wanted to watch that we'd watch that one with that one david lynch movie where the guy's just driving the tractor <laughs> what's that one uh it's what he made with disney i forget the name of it but it's literally just an old guy on a tractor driving to go see his brother shit huh. Huh. okay right. i didn't know that yeah interesting but uh yeah everything about it is genuinely impressive mm-hmm. the performances were outstanding they yeah. were i'm I'm like i i get kind of get why they weren't nominated for best picture best uh, actor because like they're not showy performances they're no. not like like look at me i'm doing all the acting it's it's very subtle and like rooted in reality yeah and uh george mckay i think i think that's his name who plays like one of the main characters is a fucking champion yeah, for no, doing this he has movie. a lot to act not not the it. one that was in game of thrones not the one who's in game of thrones our, the, the other one yeah our lead right 
Yeah, um, there's he, also a fact that there's a lot of uh, ca- there's a lot of big named actors in here who are on screen mm-hmm. for two minutes apart, essentially. Yeah, pretty no, much. No, yeah, and and like I feel like they use the all of those like big names an appropriate amount. I agree. Like they didn't steal the show from the lesser known actors. Like when Mark Strong shows up, yeah, he mm-hmm. he just kind of is there as like a mentor for a slight for a couple moments. Yeah, like some some of the names like Cumberbatch is there. Um, His name's George uh, McKay. That's right, George McKay. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, Andrew Rich, Scott, Andrew Scott, Richard Madden, um, and Colin Firth—they're all like all, all these British heavyweights are in it, but they're Holy only fuck, in Colin it for, Firth is it? Yeah, 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 he's right at the beginning. Wow, he's in the trailer. I totally wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was so enamored by what was going on. I wasn't really yeah. paying too much attention. Even when but... Mark Strong shows up, like I start hearing his voice, I'm like, "Is that Mark Strong?" And then yeah, we start yeah. to see his face. I'm like, "Oh, it is Mark Strong." Mark Strong. And what a moment that he shows up at too. Oh you man. Know? Okay. I don't. Again, not going to spoil yeah, it. No, that was but... actually a very just kind of sad but also kind of in a way touching scene Mm -hmm. like it was a scene i really liked where i was like wow i'm actually getting the feels no yeah i got i got teary-eyed a couple times me too that movie Um, the other thing i will praise this movie for is the fact that it's not just another like based on a true story or whatnot or Mm -hmm. anything it's it's based on an amalgamation of stories that sam mendes grandfather told to him which yeah which is so much more interesting to me it is like i already know my history on a lot of the stuff that they adapt in movies but Mm -hmm. Uh, what I really find interesting when I learn about the war and whatnot is that like is just listening to veterans or whatnot talk and share their stories because a lot of them don't really get documented a whole lot. Yeah, and what I liked about this this movie, like it's a war movie, but it's not really a war movie because like it's yeah, it's not I, really I about you it's not really about the war. It's about this one these these two guys trying to do their job right. as best they can, and like. Yeah, yeah, because because they don't they don't go into the politics or anything like that. No, I mean no. there's like maybe it's surface level where uh, Mark Strong has that one line where he says some men just want the fight. Yeah, you know yeah, where yeah. he's just like that's the political like that's as political as it gets. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and even mm-hmm. men, that's more of a thematic thing than anything. And they and, mm-hmm. and on top of that, they don't explain the reason why World War One is happening. They because they no. don't need to. No, I, like we all know generally, there wasn't really. A, solid reason why the war happened but <laughs> yeah well they don't try to they don't try to they don't point yeah blame they're, they're, or anything. It's, it's it's not necessarily like obviously it's it's kind of a movie saying in 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 its subtext more or less that war is bad don't do it yeah uh look how sad this is <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but it's not like hammering you over the head with it it's just saying like look at what these guys have to go through yeah and that's kind of all it goes into uh, like on the surface who knew the academy would acknowledge something that has gasp subtlety <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah no i really liked it um i would say it was one of my favorite films of last year but i counted as something that came out this year because it didn't get a wide release until this year yeah yeah, yeah. if it was something that came out in 2019 it would have been on my favorites of 2019 list. i agree yeah, yeah i think i would have put it up there as well yeah it's it's pretty incredible and also this I heard someone say this on some show. I can't remember it, and I totally agree. Though it is a weird thing to say, all the corpses look great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> when he's in the river. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. Man. Even, yeah. Even when somebody dies, like uh, it looks uh, like just the attention to detail there. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and like they don't they don't go with the Hollywood like style deaths, like because like in in real life and like death is pretty anticlimactic. Like yeah. they just stop. Yeah, like that's but in this movie when someone dies, they just stop. It's not like some big showy thing. It just it just happens. Yeah, and then and then move on. Yeah, that well because that's the that was one of the things I, I like the most about the movie. Um, when people are dying, 
that the characters just have to keep going. Yeah, they have to. You just got to move on. And that's one of the things that the the one shot style adds to because mm-hmm. the camera's always moving. You have to keep moving. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the points of the movie. I got goosebumps. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's a movie I definitely really liked a lot. Like it's one of the most deliberately filmed and shot movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, also, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, Roger Deakins. Deakins did so such a good I mean, job. I've always found Sam Mendes to be a pretty good director. But oh, like, yeah. This is probably like his most tour de force that I've seen from him. I agree. Um, my only complaint with the movie is I feel like some of the visual effects weren't great. Mm. Um, but all the the um, special effects that were going on in there were fantastic. Yeah, and, and the bombs the scene, going off. Yeah, and, like the, that. and the scene that everyone's already talking about that they show in like every every with like the motorbike steady cam thing. No, no, no. The, when he's running across the battlefield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. scene's incredible. Oh, like, yeah. like, every, like everyone's everyone's seen it already pretty much because like they show it's it in on the all trailer. the talk shows. Yeah, in the trailer when he runs into that guy and like they, get, they both go strong and he gets back up and runs. That was an accident. Was it really? Yeah. Because he bumps into like three guys. Yeah, he was he wasn't supposed to bump into anybody. That wasn't choreographed, but like he again <sighs> wow. he, had, he I, had to keep he had to keep going. I didn't know that because that gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Like crazy. <laughs> the fact that they had that mistake and he was able to just get up and keep going. And he and like I, I watched it a couple times after I learned it was a mistake, and like the dude just rolls. Like he rolls and gets back up and just keeps going. Like yeah. what a fucking champion. Yeah. Damn. Really I, that's so much more impressive to me than Leo's shit in Revenant, because like Leo's like, I gotta win best actor so, so i'm gonna it. do all this ridiculous shit yeah and i'm like you chose yeah. to do it you like produced the movie basically like i'm not super in- i mean it's, it's it's like wow you did some crazy yeah. shit good job yeah compared to another thing with leo that was so much more perform uh incredible like when he when he busted his hand making uh django mm-hmm. and like and he still went along with the scene i find that so much more impressive than all of the shit he, he was doing no i agree yeah. i agree but I I, I kind of think I think George McKay's performance in this movie was genuinely incredible. It's so subtle, yeah, and yeah, layered. I agree. It's, and it's and I love I love the ending. Me too. I won't spoil it because like, but, the, well, the the way that it's bookended. Yeah, you know, yeah. The I, whole the whole movie is like, I think I think you tweeted about it saying like it's anxiety the movie. Yeah, yeah. nineteen seventeen <laughs> colon anxiety the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're, you're stressed the whole time. It's, yeah, it's and, a ride. and even when it is lulled out and things are calm, you're still you still know that there's so much more ahead of you and so yeah. much more behind you. So you have a happen. break, but you got to keep going. Yeah, like that that bit um, when he's in um, is it the, the French city? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he goes and slides into that basement there, mm-hmm. like that scene is it's it's really it's really beautiful and, and simple. But uh, you know that when he walks out of there. It's, it's 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 kind of tragic at yeah. the same time while, while it's also beautiful because like you know he's got to leave yeah 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 anyway yeah oh, 1917 yeah. great film yeah i think we're probably going to bring it up a, a few more times throughout the the, probably, the year yeah. here uh but uh yeah i really i, I mean we're going to talk about it a number more times in, yeah in, i also i also uh, read the dark materials trilogy mm-hmm. uh, thoroughly uh lent me the book and i beat the book up a lot i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell tell them to tell everybody at home what happened oh uh, so. i almost dropped it in the ocean uh i went i went to vac- i went on vacation over christmas break and um i was walking along the beach and there was an area where uh the 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 ocean was emptying into a river and there was like a log you could walk across to get to the other side and i was walking across and i fell off but i saved the book i kept it above my head <laughs> <laughs> did you fall in the water yeah that's yeah. funny. It, was, it wasn't super deep. It was only only up to like my waist, but Still, it was yeah. That's great. When Lucas <laughs> first started telling it, I was like, "Were you swimming and reading?" I was like, <laughs> I, was like I was thinking for I was like for a smart tall man, that was a pretty stupid move. 
<laughs> I do a lot of stupid things. But uh, I really liked the trilogy. The first book is by far the strongest. The Golden Compass slash The Northern Lights, which is the other title that they... The, the, the original the title. Yeah, it's yeah. what it's called in the UK. It's called The Golden yeah. Compass in the, in the West. In, in, yeah, in, I, I thought it was a really, really strong, really, really well-plotted uh, book. And speaking back to what we talked about earlier, about how a lot of fantasy books have a, uh, over overwriting problem, this book doesn't have much of an overwriting problem. Because I'm so used to, in fantasy novels, I get into a mode where I read the beginning of a paragraph and skip to the next paragraph because I know they're just going to be describing things throughout yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, this is what a paperclip is. Yeah, All right, yeah, like, I get yeah, it. I know what that, I know what trees look like. Yeah. Um, but I, I found myself doing that and then realizing, oh, shit, something happened and going back. <laughs> yeah. Is it, because it, it, is it technically a young adult fiction book? Uh, it's. Um, it technically is, but it was banned in a lot of uh, schools or whatnot when it was published. Yeah, because it has a lot of uh, atheist themes in Which, the book. But how um, do you feel about the book's like very heavy uh, atheist? Oh, overtones? I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a room full of atheists, yeah. everything, right? For the most part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. even Fuck if when God. I, but I, hate, <laughs> but I mean, I hate. you got evil wise. Yeah, but I mean, I hate when I'm reading something. Even if I agree with a lot of it, when it becomes indulgent, I really start to have yeah, a problem with it. That's fair. And uh, Compass doesn't do that. Hey, it's not super indulgent. Not really. It's it's like I mean, it's it's pretty extreme because it's like, hey, we gotta kill God. Right. Right. <laughs> but um, and God, like God is essentially dust, right? Like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, there's a lot more. Yeah, goes yeah. There's, don't spoil there's a, there's it for me because I am watching the series and the other so. books. Uh, but I found the second one and the third one to be good, but like they they seemed a little bit less. Uh, they they were a lot more meandery. Like yeah, I remember, I remember the last one especially. <laughs> I I remember, I don't remember the last two as well as the first one. Mm-hmm. The first one's um, the strongest book. Yeah, in the I just series remember by far. being really liking the second and being a little disappointed by uh, Amber Spyglass because mm-hmm. I thought, like, well, like, granted, I read it when I was like thirteen last, so I thought yeah. I'm starting to get a little indulgent. Do you feel like you'll you'll go back and read, uh, or not go back and read, but would would you go read the uh, spinoff novels, the two of them? Uh maybe. Yeah, because we'll there's see. five books as yeah. far as I know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there there might be six now. I think because there's yeah, like he's a, still there's, he's still writing them, isn't he? Uh, he the last one came out in 2014. Okay, to, to my knowledge, I'm he, not entirely sure. Coleman occasionally goes back and plays around about universe a little bit. Yeah. Um, favorite I, character, I, Lucas. I, favorite character, oof. Um, I'm a sucker for Scoresby and, o- and Yorick. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like even in them. the show. I've, uh, I haven't met them in the show yet. No, but, but they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love Scoresby so much. He's yeah. really great. Lin Manuel Miranda, just like because I haven't seen the film. So I don't I don't I don't know Sam Elliott's version of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the book, so I don't know um, Philip Pullman's version of it. Yeah, for but... the first little bit when Scoresby showed up, my mind was going back and forth. I hadn't seen the the show yet, but I'd seen the trailers and I'd seen Lin Manuel as uh, Scoresby. Right. So my mind, like in some scenes, he was Sam Elliott, and some scenes he was Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, I'm like I gotta choose one. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you pick? Uh, uh, Miranda. Nah, yeah, I yeah. kind of go back to Sam Elliott just because, like, for some reason, Scoresby read older to me than Lin Manuel Manuel. Miranda yeah Yeah, that's Um, fair Uh, I I think they both uh again I haven't seen them in uh in the show yet but I think they're both solid choices sorry the the last book came out in uh, 2019 actually oh right October 3rd it's it's called the book of dust okay interesting um so there there are there are five other uh sorry there are four other books that that uh um are part of it so Lyra's Oxford which is uh it's the first two short books Lyra's Oxford takes place uh two years after the timeline of the Amber Spyglass once Upon a Time in the North is about uh, Scoresby as a young man. Oh, nice. I want to read that one. Um, the Collectors is a, a short story originally released exclusively as an audio, audio uh, audiobook on Audible. Um, it alludes to the early life of Miss Coulter. 
uh, than the Book of Dust, which came out, which is more along the lines of like a uh, uh, Samilarian kind of thing. Similarian. Okay, right on, right on. And then uh, he, he said that he has ideas for future books. Ooh, so right on. Good for you. Uh, right. And you said you also watched the first episode of a show, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not 100% sold on it yet. I find I find a lot of the, maybe because I just read the books, but I find the exposition, exposition a little bit clunky. Yeah, I, yeah. It's yeah. also just a weird thing to try and get people into. It is. That is true. That is true. I, and, and the books can do things in a much more different way. I, I get the challenges they face. I still found it a little bit clunky. Um, like how, how, like just suddenly like Lyra and Roger are hanging out they're like, what do you think your demon will settle as? And just to explain the concept of settling. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I guess other people need to know this. But yeah. Like, like, like me. Yeah. A, a dumb, <laughs> dumb fan. No. But like, it just, I think I just feel like the books, uh, introduce the exposition in, in a much more dramatic way and a much more like actual story way. Yeah. But I've only seen the first episode, so I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of the yeah. season. The yeah. show for, for sure. me, like, uh, again, I'm mainly impressed on a directing level. Well, a lot of the stuff we're able to do, I'm really impressed with on the direction mm-hmm. and just the cast alone. I'm, I think it's pretty damn incredible. Yeah. yeah Daphne Keene is so good. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy it. And, and, uh, I, I was kind of hesitant on McAvoy as Asriel. Mm hmm. But like in the first couple minutes when you see him, I'm like no, that's it. He yeah. did it. Good job. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, I know you. You you don't feel super hot on Miss Coulter. Yeah, I just, something about her feels a little off. Like even from the beginning, I think she's just a little too cold right from the get go. Yeah, that uh, okay. you and uh, and Tanya. Fuck it, I've said her name before. Whatever, Tanya, my girlfriend, uh, has uh, said that Miss Coulter seems like way too evil. In the oh, okay. in, 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 like like and, and she's pretty evil yeah, in the first right but it, book, doesn't she like, more like she seems more kind and motherly at first and then kind of like turns to lyra at least for yeah sure. like to me she she was always giving me like weird weird witchy vibes yeah. i got that but i mean like just in a way where it's like this is too good to be true almost as a way yeah around, yeah that's a good way to put it yeah yeah so like i feel like they'd kind of missed that when uh they when they casted uh or i'm not sure if it was a direction thing or ruth wilson but i just felt like they missed something there that's fair yeah and uh moving on uh i saw i saw joker finally uh yes yes yeah. yes and um it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be i yeah, actually see, i actually kind of liked it a little bit i know it's fine yeah it's and it's fine but like it's not a fucking cornerstone of the of the decade i don't get it <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah mean, lucas I, put out a tweet that was like i I don't know what it's about. Yeah, like it feels like it's about so many things, but also not about any of those things. Yeah, and it's very confusing. Yeah, no, I think like again, I was pretty lukewarm uh, on it when I saw. It. Like, I enjoyed it enough, but the more I've thought about it, I'm kind of starting to get to a point where I'm like, I don't think I liked it very much. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I enjoyed the process of watching it, but the more I go back and think about it, the more I'm like, well, what? Huh? Yeah. I think my biggest frustration with it is um is about like this is social commentary for centrists. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I would agree too. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, yeah. But like, I don't know, it's the whole whole are we can I spoil it? Uh yeah, I think I don't know. You know Everybody's what? We should make it, let's make a new let's make a new rule. Time. Okay, mm-hmm. new rule. If it comes out on home video, I think we can spoil it. Okay, yeah, it is. It is. I rented it, so, so it is on uh, VOD at least. Yeah, at so least. we can. I, spoilers if you haven't spoilers seen spoilers for Joker. I don't understand why he killed his mom. Yeah, I think I don't get it either. Like I think like, I think it's because he was mad because because my dad abused me, so that's your fault somehow. Yeah, and and, and on top of that, he's he's I I think what they were trying to say is he's trying to put her out of her misery, 
but sort of, I don't, I don't, I don't, that didn't make any sense. But it's to me. also trying to show that no, look how mentally ill he is. He's willing yeah. to kill his mother. Like it, yeah, I agree. It, it didn't need to happen. There's also no. again, it has the biggest problem that I, the biggest one of the biggest problems I had with it was the con- was the conceptual level alone, which is that I ne- I have never felt like the Joker loans himself to ha- to having a concrete backstory. Oh, I kind yeah. I kind of yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Actually, the, the fun behind the Joker is that he has so many different stories. Yeah, that's Ju- just the, even like just in the Dark Knight, he he tells like three different stories yeah. about how he there's gets his also, scars. There's also a fact that makes the Joker uh, was it really scary in the comics or what, and in the, the Dark Knight especially. Again, far superior film. Um, is that uh. Is that you could honestly make you? They are never. They never go out and say like he's a mentally ill man or any of that. Like it's. It's very. He could very well just be like. He, some could argue that he's not insane at all. Like he could have some, or have a mental illness. Like he could have some sociopathic tendencies. Yeah. And whatnot. But you. You can make a. Some people have made a pretty strong argument for like why the Joker might actually be completely sane, which yeah. I think is so yeah. much more interesting. I, yeah. I do too, and like. I mentioned earlier about how George McKay had a very subtle performance in 1917, <laughs> and he didn't have like a "Look at me, I'm acting" sort of performance. I, I was referring exactly to I was referring going. to Joaquin Phoenix. And <laughs> I, I, and Joker. I knew it. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is not subtle. No, I mean he no. has he has a couple good subtle moments, but like I don't know. Apparently, like people think if you wave your hands around a lot, it's good acting. Yeah. Like, I mean, he did do what he, he. I do think he is giving a very good performance no, he in is. the film. It, it's. I think honestly, I've I've seen him do better. And Same. I agree. Yeah, I like, agree too. Like, so I think much. Her, I, we, her, we, he's said incredible that in her. We talked about this on a couple. Like when Luke, Liam and I had seen it, we said that um, something along the lines of how you know we we know he can act. Yeah, we know he's a good actor. Yeah, like don't praise him for this one role because he did the fucking Joker. Yeah, like the Joker. I, I hate how people think the Joker is like the most challenging role in the people, world. People think if someone's crazy, they're hard to play. Yeah, if someone's crazy, that it, like undefined crazy, that makes it easier in a lot of ways. In, in some do. ways, yeah. Another problem I have with this, and this is where I am going to be get like, for lack of a better term, a little political and social justicey. Um, but what I have a problem with is the whole fact that like. So there's been a lot of talk about like I've talked to some people who go off saying like a uh, split is a t- the movie Split is terrible because of how it portrays mental illness or whatnot. But Joker is a beautiful manifesto of like mental illness and whatnot. I'm like, okay, so let's compare this back to Split. In Split, it is very clearly a hyper. Uh, was it a? Uh, was it a? Uh, a very fictitious world. Like even when they talk about a thing, I'm like, if you don't, be- if you believe any of what we're saying about movie. I'm sorry, but you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, well, in this one, it tries to treat it like they try to act like it's an actual thesis on the whole thing and whatnot. But, yeah. but even like Lucas said, said and, and I reiterated from his Twitter page, is like it, it doesn't honestly have one thesis. Yeah, but the it's way trying the film... so hard to be seven different fucking movies. And while the uh, yeah, but I mean they try to frame, they especially try to frame it as the whole mental illness thing. Yeah, they do. Um, and and, and now I don't. Think and there's they also a fact, well. especially with the line like, "What happens when a crazy person gets disregarded by society?" And, and oh, the joke, the joke, right the before joke. he shoots yeah, him. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole thing. I'm like, yeah, that's not a good portrayal of mental illness. No, no, and also like the trope: mental, mentally ill people are end up violent. Is yeah. is yeah. problematic to say the least. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I will give things from like like 30 years ago or stuff a pass. Like yeah. I will. Like, I will like, give the taxi driver a pass. But yeah, even or like then I, psycho. That's that's yeah. that's like geez, like almost. 
what that's like 80, 60 years ago 67, yeah i vote things like those i'll give a pass and also like even in those contexts like especially the taxi driver which this movie so desperately wants to be yeah i am like <laughs> it, it's it almost it identical yeah the only the problem it ran you know what i said about like uh, a problem with um i uh, was if a problem with joker is that i'm scared that a bunch of idiots are going to misinterpret what the film's about and go out and do these things like that happened with a taxi is, driver is it possible not. is it possible to misinterpret what the sh- what, what what it's about if it's not really about it <laughs> yeah that's what i will say is <laughs> yeah. that like when the movie doesn't really give you anything to go off of or no. like too many you're gonna like... latch onto one ideal yeah but... and for a little bit it's like talking about for a little bit it kind of seems maybe it's just because it maybe just because it's from joker's perspective but it seems like the people riding are like kind of the good guys. Yeah. But by, by yeah. the end, they're solidly the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's what like did, what I was what, saying. Social commentary for centrists. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the, the Zazie Betts reveal? Because I think that's probably the best Zazie part Betts. of the movie. Zazie Beats. Uh, Zazie, Zazie Beats. Uh, uh, when, when, when he goes into her apartment and, she, oh, and she's that, like. I, I, I don't know. I had that figured out. You saw it coming? Yeah. See, I didn't see it coming when, I think when a we lot first of watched it. Uh, what is it? I was focused on something else, so I wasn't really thinking about her that much. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, like he's he's been he's been having delusions the whole movie, and then like he has a good day and goes and starts making out with this random chick he talked to, had an awkward interaction. Okay, yeah, uh, awkward interaction with once. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, another. If delusion. you frame it like that, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah my no. whole life's a delusion. Again, right? yeah. the only reason this movie is getting as much praise as it is is because the Joker has been become a cultural icon and everybody loves the joker so much yeah and, such yeah, and, and because way. heath ledger's performance was yeah. so incredible and everyone's even, like hey everyone who does the joker's incredible and even unless you, well i mean jared leto but that's a whole other thing together. Yet, also this didn't even thing. feel like it felt like again a remake to the taxi driver dressed up as the joker yeah, yeah. there was there apparently there was an alternate ending where it was it was joker who went and shot um uh bruce wayne's parents yeah and then shot bruce in the head what yeah kills batman yeah i kind of wish that one happened i would have watched that would have actually been i mean it wouldn't have made the rest of a movie any better but no it would have been a cool moment i think i would have loved it in the moment and then absolutely hated it oh yeah seconds later seconds later yeah Um, i actually watched a video by a channel i like i think i sent you by the wolf den okay um where um wolf den you want to be friends with us yeah we talk we talk (laughs) about you a lot yeah no so will was talking about uh joker and why he didn't love it and whatnot which again he got a lot of hate for but he talked about like if you really want to uh, do a whole thing about somebody getting screwed over. You need, uh, was it by the society? You need like a figurehead or something to fit in for that. You said like, why didn't they just make it a Batman story, but from the Joker's perspective? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you could have yeah. done that. Or, but no, you have to pander to the Academy because Todd Phillips wants that Oscar so yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many yeah. other people deserve and, that nomination. And that movie was nominated for 11 Oscars, which 11 we'll get to in a Oscars. second. Um, just two more things I wanted to talk about. I watched, uh, I watched the first season of The Witcher. Yeah, Which, yes, you finished it, eh? It did, yeah. yeah. And um I I overall overall I did like it. I do think there's some major problems. One, the timeline is not clear. Cuz like each different story is As happening compared, at a different time. Like compared to the novels in the in the, in the I, I don't know anything about the novels. I've I've only played Witcher 3, but like in the, within the show, like one like Geralt's story is happening like 70 years before Ciri's story and then then there's oh. Yennefer's story which is happening like 30 years before Geralt's story and like they're all sort of interweaving and it's it kind of if it worked it'd be brilliant right right but like, like it's in a, a memento kind of way you it's know? very it's not clear that they're happening at different times from the get-go like apparently they're they're in very very inspired by Dunkirk's timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly stuff um, but 
I don't know. It, that that aspect didn't really work for me. But uh, what did work for me was the monster monster hunting, because yeah. like the witchers, the witchers literally his job is to go out and kill monsters. That's, one that's of, what uh, he's made for. One of our friends was talking to us about of a show, uh, Ezra, who we had on a little while ago. They've, Ezra, friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they've become a really big fan of the books, and they've told me that like they have a lot of mixed feelings of a show, especially after reading the books. Mm. Yeah, they didn't talk... it might, if I if I end up reading the books, it might change my opinion. Yeah, they praised like the monster hunting and stuff and the cast, but like we're yeah. iffy on like the script and like some. Of that stuff yeah i've seen that one uh that one shot where he's fighting like that werewolf looking thing mm-hmm. and they crash through the floor have you seen that behind yeah, the yeah. scenes with the guy on the on the on the uh, he's like he's oh, got, no, a, he's got a steady cam on his chest and he's being hung up by a crane above oh that's cool and they drop through the floor and they just drop the cameraman oh shit <laughs> yeah he does like a like a 15 foot drop Oh wow! Yeah, and and I just imagine being the camera guy, and either one, you're like, "Yeah, I'm fucking in," or two, being like, "I'm I'm gonna die. I'm gonna yeah. fucking die right now." <laughs> yeah, and as as for most most everyone does a really good performance. Uh, I think Henry Cavill occasionally feels like he's cosplaying. Because like apparently apparently <laughs> yeah. he's apparently he's a fan he's a of the game. Fan, oh, yeah. no, Henry Cavill's just a super nerded general. Oh yeah, like apparently he, he played he used to play World World of Warcraft and he missed Zack Snyder's call because he was on a raid or something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like he, he's doing the same voice as the guy from the video game, and like occasionally it it takes me out of out of it a little bit because like occasionally his wig just kind of looks real fake. Yeah, um, that's the one thing that I like. I'm not a fan or any, and I haven't watched the show yet. But I, I that was the one thing I mm-hmm. saw his wig, and it just looked like they glued a piece of hair onto his head. Yeah, there, there, you some... know, like Amber Heard. <laughs> Remember that joke from yep, like yep. 20 episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and the 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 monster hunting stuff works really well, I think. Um, and then, but then there's also a bigger story that they're trying to weave in, and that doesn't work as well, I think. But other than that, it's it's a it's a fun show. It's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. And the last thing, Do you suggest it. Uh if I don't know, you don't like fantasy. So yeah, probably so I not probably wouldn't you. like it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Liam would like it either. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I do tend to enjoy just pretty much any genre as long as I find what I'm watching engaging. Mm. Yeah, and the last thing I'll talk about is I watched John Mulaney's Sack Lunch Bunch. Oh, I want to watch it so it's, bad. It's so weird. Yeah, I love it. Lots of little kids talking about death. I, I, I that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard it's mostly about death. And then there's there's a song called like my grandma's boyfriend Steve or something. Paul. Yeah, my, my grandma had a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at the end, Jake Gyllenhaal shows up and give a, gives a career best performance. Yeah. As Mr. Music. That's I'll all I'll say about it. that because we're uh, 45 minutes in. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna make an executive decision and say we're gonna do something we haven't done in a while we're gonna take a little break <laughs> sure yeah well yeah. i mean i was gonna pitch that already so all right on. Yeah, we can on take a little bit of a break we're, we're gonna come back to you in, a, in a, about 30 seconds or so for us yep. it'll probably be a little longer we're but we'll come, come back to you in forward in time to be sponsored by moderately liberal old white dude <laughs> <laughs> yes we'll, we'll we'll see you in a minute All right, everybody, welcome back to the Thundercast. Uh, uh, for you, that was maybe 10, 15 seconds. For us, it was a little longer. Like uh, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, 10, we had 15 to, minutes. We had to um, fight off, uh, Lucas and I had to fight off a bunch of, uh, ang- uh, was it angry casual film fans yes. for not loving Joker? <laughs> and uh, I was I was stuck with a uh, NPR uh, vaccination, so this is all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucas, Lucas stabbed a guy with his fist. Yeah. Like, how does one do that? Yeah, yeah. A like, lot of practice. Like 1917, he just got his hands stuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that'll make more sense if you've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about the Oscars. Uh, we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations because probably by the time... When, when are the Oscars? In uh, uh, February? three weeks, I believe. Uh, February what? Oh, uh, no. Holy shit. We got a, well, it's a good thing we got uh, fact checkers. Fact check. Hey, Doug Kozak. <laughs> We're fucking fact checking just for you. Um, here, let me. You got. You guys start chit-chatting. Uh, All right. So, um, yeah, the Oscars. Uh, the Oscars are a joke, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So I read that article you had posted. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Right? Holy it's shit. It's bullshit, right? They're rude. Oh, yeah. They're, they're terrible. So rude about everything. Yeah, so I, so I, I retweeted this article on Twitter, and that's where you retweet things. Um, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was it was talking about why the Academy didn't uh, nominate uh, Aquafina, um, Adam Sandler, and J Lo, and basically it came down to oh they're not Oscar people. So the Oscars are on February 9th. Ah, so, which oh, that, means that's soon. this episode, <laughs> this episode's not coming out to February twenty first. So um, <laughs> I think we're, we're late news here, guys. But yeah. uh, I feel like. So for those of you that uh, uh, I, I might move things around, I might oh, make yeah. this episode the next episode, and then part two of our favorites of twenty uh, of the past decade will probably move to uh, February twenty first. Just for those, of you, just for those of you, but maybe home, after so. that we'll do a reaction to what actually ends up winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. Anyway, so the, yeah, the Oscars are on on February 9th, twenty twenty six p.m. Uh, not like that time really matters. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, I think my suggestion earlier was that we'll go from the bottom. Uh, we'll go from the from the bottom of the Oscars. Start list at the here. bottom. Yeah, from Variety. So I'm going off of the the uh, Variety dot com their website, uh, and I'm just going to go from from the from their their beginning. Or sorry, their end. So that the one at the bottom of their list here is, is for visual effects. Um, one thing ah. I was also going to make so those techie Oscars usually happen a day before the Oscars, I believe. Yeah, what we're mm. also going to make completely clear is that we have not seen every film that has been nominated. Correct. A lot of them we would like to see. It's just money and work are real things. Yep. And, yeah, and a lot away. of the movies don't haven't come out uh, here or, or, yeah. or aren't in theaters anymore. So Yeah, Jojo Rabbit's coming back to theaters yeah. uh, since it was nominated. But like... Yeah, lots like like you said, lots like 1917 didn't come out till like last week. Here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So and uh, yeah. Um. So visual effects. Uh. We have uh, Avengers: Endgame, The Irishman, 1917, The Lion King, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. All right, I've the seen one three that I, of these. The one that I think is the biggest joke in here is The Lion King. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it? Is it visual effects? If it's all visual effects? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, like, or is it just, an animated it's, film? It's, it's an animated well, if movie. It qualifies as an animated movie. It definitely does not deserve a nomination for that. No, not yeah, at all. Really. Um, if, if if not, nominate an animated movie for best visual effects. Yeah, exactly. Because it is an animated movie. So the ones that we have seen, I know we've we've all seen um, Rise of Skywalker, 1917, and Endgame. I haven't seen Irishman. I don't want to see Lion King. Uh, you've seen Lion yeah, King. And I, yeah, I hated it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I know you didn't like it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was saying earlier in the, in the first half of the episode, I think there's some things in 1917 that the visual effects don't really work. And I think uh, Liam and I have talked about this. Roger Deakins doesn't really shoot for that sort of thing. No. He shoots for what's happening in the frame in terms of like the action and, and uh, the sets and the set design and whatnot, which I will say some of the set design in, in 1917 is just outstanding. It is. The, the production the, design. The, the special film. effects in 1917 are incredible they're, they're, they're magnificent like yeah. uh the the like we were saying earlier when he's running um parallel to to the the, the first rush there and the bombs are going off and everything like that's mm-hmm. really fucking happening it yeah. is and, like there's no way that's not really happening yeah um but also um, one thing i wanted to mention about that scene the first guy he bumps into if you watch doesn't get back up 
No, he doesn't. No, You're he right. Yeah, no, I noticed that he's last like, night too. He's like, okay, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the one guy, he like bumps into him, and you could tell him he's like, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and he gets back up. Yeah. Uh, but thought. I haven't seen the Irishman, but I have seen no. some of the VFX stuff that they've done for it, the de-aging stuff, and it oh, is okay. pretty good. I know yeah. a number of people who uh, don't think it looks great, um, but then again, these are also people who thought that de-aged Finn Wolfhard and uh, It Chapter 2 looked good. Yeah. Even though it looks no. like a creepier version of Alita. Yeah, if you, if you, if you, see, you can watch that scene on YouTube. Uh, I, I watched this series called Dead Meat. Um, with James A. Janice. You're a great guy. Thanks, James. Uh, but uh, he did a, a kill count for uh, It Chapter 2, and he shows a lot of that VFX stuff, and even he's just like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> I get you have to do it, because they've gr- like in two years, a teenager goes from you know eight years old to 19. Yeah. So you kind of have to like de-age them, just to make it seem like it's congruent with the with the film that came before it, but I don't know. <laughs> that looks, yeah. it's fucked up. But, yeah, but- um, I don't know like how I feel about a lot of these ones because um, the rise of Skywalker obviously was going to get a nomination in this. Film. I mean, yeah, even though I, even though personally I felt like the effects were a lot weaker in this one than the rest of the series. I would agree. Yeah. It, like compared to uh last Jedi with the, with the um, gorilla walkers there on, on yeah. Crete, on Crete, Crete, was it Crete? Uh, Crete, Crete. Um, that looks great. Mm-hmm. That looks unbelievable. I, I believe they're there. You yeah. know, and this one when they're on when they're riding those stupid fucking horses, <laughs> it looks so stupid. And, and when and when uh, we've already spoiled, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When when Ben disappears, that effect does not work. Or when uh, yeah, 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 it, it just looks so bad. Or when uh, Palpatine turns into Zeus, as I've been calling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just yeah, put but... a couple of crossfades in that counts for visual effects. I yeah. Think. I, I would say I, I would say uh, Endgame has great visual effects, but also a lot of it is just animated. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, pretty much the that, entire that... third act of the movie is just animated. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's some some green screen work in there. Um, some live like, action like stuff. actors actors faces. Yeah, that's I pretty mean, much it. Yeah, I'm in, I don't know things like I'm impressed that they were able to pull off that cap fight or whatnot. Yeah, and not yeah, that was pretty really cool. Stupid. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't seen The Irishman. I have sat down to watch it multiple times, saw the runtime, and then stopped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then you go watch five hours of YouTube. Yeah, I mean, basically I do the same thing. <laughs> um, how, who do we think? Or do you guys want to guess who we think are going to win? Do you guys um, want to do that? Sure. The Irishman because it's the Oscars. I would. I would probably I, say The Irishman. Probably as well. either The Irishman or 1917. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, we have a costume design costume is, is the next design. one here. Uh, the Irishman, uh, Jojo okay. Rabbit, mm-hmm. Joker. Little Women and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So this the is the first there. of many nominations that's going to come up for Joker. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Why? Like, your 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 costume department was Value Village, basically. Yeah, there's also and people say like, well, they had to make it look like the '80s. I'm like, I know people who dress like they're from the '80s. One of our friends looks like they're an extra in a Will Smith music video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I I I think I mean costume design is always period pieces. Like, it is that's because much, it, it yeah. That, those are the people that win. Like it, they're always period pieces, and then, yes. I mean, the, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Once Upon a Time, even uh, Joker. I barely call a period piece, even yeah. though it technically takes. Even place if anything, even like with something more modern, like I like Knives Out had a way more interesting costume and color palette. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it actually. I no, I didn't think about that, but it does. It has a great. The costumes are great in yeah. that movie, and everybody, everybody's colors are very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think costume design is so much more than just look at this cool costume and how it fits in the scene. It's how it fits the character, how it fits the narrative, and how it yeah. fits the overall um, 
uh, experience in watching that film. And just the aesthetic of a film as a whole. Like, I would, yeah. I, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think some of the costumes there were, were just fantastic. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a winner, but I, I think the one that will most likely win is Little Women. Probably. That's the one that it, I would it's, it's like Victorian era. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's what usually wins. Yeah, yeah typically. I, I love Jojo Rabbit, but for costume design? Me. I don't know, like... I mean, I think it's got Nazi outfits. And, I think it's also stylized enough where it's like it's because it's very clearly like very adjacent of a real world. Yeah, so I could at least see that to some reasonable degree. Yeah, I just I don't know that the, the out of all the things that stand out in that movie, the costumes are not one of them to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see. I don't know. I just so uh, who do you think's gonna win, Liam, in that one? I mean. I don't know. I also don't really care that much. If it's Joker, I'm gonna be fucking yeah, with it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna. I haven't seen Little Women yet. I've heard it's great. Yeah, I really want to see it. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll 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 do a joke later on about that. But well, that yeah. Lucas came up with. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it later. Um. Yeah. Uh. Probably Little Little Women's gonna win. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. Um. I would like to say before we move on a little further, there are a couple nominations or sorry categories that we will not cover because. Um, and it's not because we're we're talking down on these categories or anything like that. It's just it's hard for us to really evaluate them on a on a uh, on a uh, I don't on know. an actual on an actual yeah, objective level exactly yeah because you know things like short animated uh, uh, film or a short uh, live action film or things or like, like that, that just because we haven't we haven't seen any of them yeah and and a lot of the times those those ones are harder to find. Yes. So I, I will. If you don't go that. to festivals, like some you're not of these, find we also them. are just really pushing it with like how little some of them with how little we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh. You guys want to move on? Next yep. one. So the next one on our on our uh, variety.com list is uh, the original song. Um. There are a few in here. I have no idea what the fuck they are. But uh, I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story Four. I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown from Frozen Two. And stand up from Harriet. It's Haven't heard be, any of them. It's nope. going to be Frozen. I, I mean, probably. I've seen Toy Story Four. That's the only one on that list that I've seen. And uh, I mean, I've at least I don't even remember Rock that song. song. I don't. I don't even remember that song. You, you've heard the Rocket Man? Yeah, and it is actually really good. So it's an original song. So did Elton yeah. John write it for the film? Uh, yeah, and then uh, I believe, oh, that's uh, cool. Uh, Egerton did perform it. Huh. Yeah, huh. yeah, I, yeah. I believe Egerton did actually sing in that, like all the songs in that. Movie. I believe he I haven't did. Seen it, but yeah. Um. Uh, sorry, I'm getting the buzz from your phone there, Lucas, on the oh, right. on the inter- the the electrical interference. Uh, so next up uh, on th- that one, I we I think we all can probably agree is probably gonna be Frozen Two. Yeah, probably. Because, uh, yeah, that we, our Toy Story. We continue to learn over years that Disney owns the Oscars. Yeah, it does. And then we move into original score, Ooh. Joker by uh, Hildur. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce your last name. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'll give I'll give him that one. That one was that one's fair. I thought the music in Joker worked really well just because it was so. very oh, it, it definitely it definitely did work in the movie. That's yeah. for sure. So I mean, like, um, and like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things where I don't have a problem with Joker being nominated for that one. Yeah, uh, and I agree. Uh, Little Women, uh, Alexandra Desplat, uh, a Marriage Story, and that's Randy Newman. 1917 with Thomas Newman and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker by John Williams. I think uh, even if I think John Williams is going to win, yeah, probably because he's like fine. he's he John it. Williams, yeah, and he's, and in his, he's like in his 80s or 90s now. Has he won? He's won Oscars. Oh, for... he, he's 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 been nominated for more Oscars than anyone else in history. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, even with <laughs> well, I mean, even with uh, Rise of Skywalker, like I remember, I was really rooting for John Williams to win for Last Jedi because I thought that was like the new music he put in there was the best mm-hmm. Star Wars music, probably. 
since uh, Duel of Fates. Oh yeah, like it's it's it, I don't know everything that man writes is is great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I I, th- I didn't really notice the music in Rise of Skywalker that much, but mm. also I was very mad while watching that movie. So <laughs> yeah, reasonable. <laughs> um, I did. The, I've seen it twice. Uh, it's not really important i know that sounds yeah. ridiculous being a star wars film and like you need to worry about every single thing on like a different level but the yeah, music it, it, really it, doesn't bring a lot it to that didn't film. feel like there was any new music in it not really it was it was covers or reinterpretations of things that he'd done in the past yeah um i don't i don't know what the other ones sound like so uh i would like to really i want to watch marriage story really bad mm-hmm. um and Randy Newman is is he's very talented. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be able to watch Marriage Story because I've just seen that 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 like the climax memed so many times on yeah. Twitter. I wish that... it would fucking die. <laughs> I mean... And also, like someone pointed out, and like because I watched this that scene, and I don't know, it didn't really hit me very hard. But also, that's out of context. So that's might be why. Right. But also, someone's like. Y'all who say that's like really good acting obviously never went to theater school because that's every other scene you have to perform. <laughs> yeah, to tell, tell your loved one you hate them. Yeah, there's, uh, um, I mean, like Randy Newman doing a score is interesting because I'm so used to him always being like, oh, Randy Newman. Have you heard? So he's got a song called Putin. Yes. Um, and there's, really? Yeah, and there's literally a line where he says, Putin putting his pants on. And it's... <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. You should go home and check it out because it's it's it's, it's bewildering. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't this, know. The score in 1917, I think, was pretty strong. I would agree. And yeah. and and when and it's there when it needs to be. Yeah, it, it swells when it needs to, and it's understated when it needs to be. Yeah, I think it's 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 a very very well used score. I would agree. Yeah, that like there uh, that moment on the farm when the music stops mm-hmm. is just. It, it it's very powerful. Yeah, it is, you know, because because of that, because of the way that 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 the editing um, drew the music in to allow it to be there when it needed to be there, and mm-hmm. allow the sound the sound design to be there instead was very. It's a very good, nice touch. But uh, that one, I don't really have an, an an idea on. I think it'll probably go to Joker because they're just gonna they're gonna it's gonna be like, Joker won nineteen thousand fucking Oscars this year, so I don't know. And out of all the films that was been nominated for Best Picture, it's the one that has the most money, so yeah, it goes to it. <laughs> and it's the one that's campaigning like the hardest. Yeah, basically. Uh, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. Production design. So the Irishman, hey. Bob Shaw, and Regina Graves, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Ra, Ra Vincent, and Nora Spakova are uh, so. Sopkova. Sopkova, yeah. Uh, 1917, uh, Dennis um, Gassner and Lee San- uh, Sandels. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Barbara Ling and Nancy uh, Hive. Uh, Hive? Um, Hive. I would Hive. really want it to go to Once Upon a Time. Hold on, hold on, there's one more. There's one more. And, and Parasite. Parasite. Uh, I don't want to embarrass myself, but <laughs> Lee Ha Jun and Cho Wan Wu, Han Ga Ram and Cho Chi- Cho He. That's pretty good. Nice job. Yeah. Um,. I would really want it to go to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just due to the fact Holy that they were shit. able to hold, they were for wholesale able to recreate uh, downtown Hollywood. Yeah, like oh, like impressive. they they literally shot on Hollywood Boulevard and put up storefronts and had like so they put so much work into changing how that how that, how that All right. even if, But uh, I would also uh, yeah, say 1917. I, I, yeah, I was about to say I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so I can't comment on that, but 1917's production design is incredible. I even watched- like designing sets to uh accommodate that much action that much shit going on as well as going on one take mm-hmm. like that's that's not something easily accomplished well, digging with... big fucking trenches in in mm-hmm. a big field is that like and then having to go back and fill them in you know yeah. like 
Um, um, yeah. Even like I wa- on the Blu-ray for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I watched my making of featurette for the set design and just the fact that Tarantino was able to remember like uh, like minuscule thing by minuscule thing. Real from when slight, he, yeah. slight tiny things in the background. Yeah, from when he was a child and be able to just completely recreate that because he grew up wow. around there. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. I think it'll probably go to the Irishman, um, just because you know, the, the Scorsese they 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 gotta give him something. Right? Even though uh, Scorsese is getting to a point now where he needs to shut up and stop seeing himself as the be all end all in filmmaking. I want it to go to <laughs> like production design. I would like it to go to Once Upon a Time. I also think 1917 is also a very good contender, yeah. mm-hmm. and I would be happy if either of those yeah, won. If either of those won, I would be I would be like, all right, Oscars, you done good. I would like to say <laughs> I think we should probably mention this too. The more the three of us hang out, and the more the three of us record this podcast, and the more the three of us go and see films. The further away we get from the Oscars, yeah. Like, and I, for the last, I, I stopped taking the Oscars seriously like four or five years ago, and I don't blame you. I started to really have an issue of a year. Gyllenhaal got snubbed, and they nominated Steve oh my Carell God, and that, Bradley fucking Cooper instead yeah, of yeah. That was. Yeah. I think that might have. I think twenty fourteen might have been the year that I stopped taking them seriously. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah I mean, a- there's been a couple times where I, I have. I, I I always watch them every year just because it is kind of like my Super Bowl, mm. but. Even then, like if you if you're watching the Super Bowl and two of your in fa- in the two teams that are playing in the Super Bowl, you don't fucking care about your yeah. you, you'll watch it, but you don't care about what happens. Yeah, I, I like keep up with who gets nominated and who wins, but I haven't watched the ceremony. And I think the Golden like, Globes are and the SAG Awards are significantly better. Yeah, I think the Critics' Choice. I haven't paid much attention to them, but the Critics' Choice Award, just like from what I'm thinking. I think would probably make a lot more sense because like the people who are paid to watch and think about movies deciding who gets the awards makes more sense to me. Yeah, yeah, although, <laughs> for sure. Although I, I, I have philosophical problems with the, like, giving best of awards to art anyway. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I know. Can, I, have I don't some, need to go over that right now. I mean, I have some mixed opinions on it overall. I, and I also, as much as I love to say the Oscars don't matter or anything or any of that and like why, um, how it's not important, doesn't really matter who wins and like wanting to, uh, or like a ranking movies and and craft in that sense. I'm like I'm also. It's also that the Oscars sadly are taste makers. No, yeah, they're 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 very very important in the industry. Yeah, like they they decide who gets uh, awards and who like gets the next job and well and who gets attention. And... It's wild how even the people who are who are nominated, uh, like Bong Joon Ho. He's like fuck the Oscars, <laughs> and he's nominated for several of them. Even, and yeah. He's like fuck it, I don't care. He's like this is glorified. This is it's a it's an it's not an international film festival. This is a, a Hollywood film festival. Yeah, Hollywood. It's Hollywood patting themselves on the back and advertising their movies. Did yeah. you hear that uh, Elsie Fisher from uh, Eighth Grade has really tried to get traction uh, to uh, try do her own award show to uh, try to fight to try to protest the Oscars? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so young. From what I understand, wow. even Bo was backing her up on it. Well, yeah, Bo will probably back her up for everything ever. Yeah, pretty much. Um, how do you? Yeah, what do you guys think? Um, nineteen seventeen. Once upon a time, for, Jojo yeah. Rabbit, The Irishman, yeah. and Parasite. Uh, I, either I, my my vote would be for nineteen seventeen, but again, I haven't seen it, so I would not be qualified to vote. Although apparently, lots of Oscar members uh, don't see all of them and vote anyway. Yep. So yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Liam. Um, again, I would be happy with. Either um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or um, um, or uh, 1917. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to sound mixing. Sound so mixing. sound mixing. I've only uh, seen two of these movies. So, so we should say 
I, I, I've always found it so funny how they have sound editing and sound mixing. I understand that they're very different categories, uh, but general audiences do not notice the fucking difference. No, they don't. They don't even know. They're like, oh yeah, they will. They just have sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get. Like we understand what it means. Yeah. Sound editing is so much different than mixing. Mixing yeah. is how loud something is or mm-hmm. when things are happening. Editing is creating sounds and yeah. placing the sounds in the right spot. Um, but for sound mixing, it's uh, Ad Astra, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, nineteen seventeen, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just, I Joker just, does Joker not need to be in that no. fucking category. I just, I just love the idea of people like you know what. Uh, what was it? Uh, Star Wars had great sound editing, not great, not great mixing. <laughs> not great well, nominated for editing, not mixing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, Joker, Joker, and Ad Astra do not belong in that fucking uh, that category. I hated Ad Astra. You guys know that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was so boring at the sound. Sometimes it was way too loud. Like it, just, it had suffered from interstellar syndrome, where sometimes everything's mm. way too fucking loud. Yeah. Um, I get you're going through space and you want to have that swelling um, cinematic uh, orchestra, but space is silent. And at least, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Interstellar had Koya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I want 1917 to win. Yeah, it had, it had great sound. Oh, it was spectacular. Incredible. That's the mixing one, is unbelievable. That's one I would want to win. I would be cool if Once Upon a Time with like all those radio and music scenes. Yeah, for and, like, sure. That's little... more of an editing thing, though, than, yeah. than it is a mixing. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, which it is also nominated for, for yeah. sound editing. So um, well, You might as well do sound editing and sound mixing together because like, they're basically the same. There's like two differences. Ad Astra is nominated for mixing but not editing, and Star Wars is nominated for editing and not yeah. mixing. But otherwise, personally, I would vote for 1917 for both of them. I agree. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. there's that, like I, I we mentioned it already, there's that scene on that farm when uh, the camera pans past the building. Yeah. And, it, and you go from not being able to hear the trucks, and then suddenly you can hear the trucks. Yeah. But just like, it's so slight. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was magnificent. Yeah, I really yeah. I would that. be cool. I would be cool if it winning both of those. Yeah, me too. Okay, now we're into film editing. Film editing. All right. Um, Ford v. Ferrari by Michael uh, McCuster. McCuster. McCusker? McCusker. McCucker. From what I've understood, <laughs> he edited the crap out of that movie. Uh, yeah. Andrew and Andrew Buckland. Uh, the Irishman by Thelma um, Schoonmaker. Jojo Rabbit by Tom Eagles. Joker by Jeff Groth. And Parasite by Jimo, uh, Jinmo Yang. Jinmo Yang. I don't know. Like, why is... I mean, Joker was edited fine. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't there were points where I thought it dragged a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get why, why yeah, it would just, be not. They're for just best. throwing it. Yeah, like there's, there's better edited. Like Knives Out is better edited than, yeah. than yep. Joker. Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. Mid, Midsummer is great. Has great editing. It's fantastic. Yeah, even in, like Knives Out. Like there's a point where like it's edited like a live action anime, and that is not easy to pull <laughs> off. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. No, yeah, there's so yeah. many movies that like, have better editing yeah, than Joker. Knives Out, it's like so much more unique, and like it's not like yeah, it has a style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because Joker imitated the King of Comedy as best as it could. Yeah, it's. They're, I, I'm pretty sure they're very. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. Like the, they're edited almost beat for beat. It's unbelievable. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, like, I, I've only I've only seen jo- uh, Jojo Rabbit out of all these. Me too. I've only Joker. seen Joker out of their. Oh yeah, I guess I saw Joker. Uh, Jojo, I, I guess, forgot about Joker already. I, I guess Jojo, I would be fine with like editing the jokes together and whatnot, and like yeah. that dialogue. Yeah. That one that Edi- w- editing comedy is hard. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 you gotta get those ta- I have that seen timing. The struggles of Chris to try to edit comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, because well, because uh, most of you know at home, uh, we create um, stuff on the side. 
Um, we do a lot of editing. Uh, sorry, we do a lot of film creation. Um, if you haven't seen anything we've made, uh, check out the Thunder Lizard Collective YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, we'll plug it again at the end. But um, go go there and see some of the things that we've made. Uh, if you want to watch like some really, uh, I think they're really funny, but the John shows, those they seem like they're easy to do. They are not easy no. to do. <laughs> comedy, comedy is way harder in a lot of ways. At least for maybe for like funny people, it's easier. But like at least from my perspective, Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> at least from my perspective, comedy is so much harder than drama. Yeah, 100%. like in every way. Yeah, yeah. Because because knowing when and when to not say something. Yeah. Also, yeah. even the way Taika waits his movies, like having to make those choices between like, oh, what do I keep in here and what do I cut? Yeah. Like, because I'm sure there are multi- alternate takes of like certain lines or whatnot. There, oh, definitely. There has to 100%. be. 100%. Um, I, I don't have enough reference for this this category, so yeah, I, no, no, I'm no. bowing out on that one. I, I only, I've only seen Jojo Rabbit and Joker, and out of those two, I'd vote for Jojo Rabbit. Same. <laughs> um, We're making it that we sound like we hate Joker. And like yeah. all of us were like, it's fine. So so yeah, that I'm that's the to thing. Get to a point where I'm like, I don't like it very much. <laughs> I like it fine. Um, I think that uh, Joker is is a good movie. It's not, I, and I know we just talk shit about the Oscars, but I I don't get it. I don't understand why it's getting yeah. this much appeal. Again, money, money. That's yeah. the reason. Oh, yeah. and uh, and obnoxious people on the internet. To which uh, to exactly quote Jack Nicholson from a from a few good men. Fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Next up is best international feature film. I think Which, this is I, one I, that I think we, we should will, probably skip we'll that one. Skip that one. I don't think any of us have seen uh, Next one is best live action short film. We'll skip that one. Best documentary, documentary short, short subject. Documentary feature. Best documentary feature. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. And I think now we're oh, and animated shorts. Those will be the ones that we will skip. But yeah. we are in the. What a lot of people would consider the most important categories uh, moving forward for the next couple minutes here. Uh, at least I say that I, I say that with with no disrespect. I'm not saying that the, these are the most important categories. These, these are the, the ones that are that, um, that people, um, general audiences understand. The yeah, most. the things that I but I care about the most with any film, and like this isn't me trying to shit on anybody or other aspects of a film because so much goes into making a movie. For me, it always comes down to the script and the screenplay yeah and each one of us and and, and a lot of our listeners and, and people out there um you know a lot of people like when movies look really good a lot of people yeah. like when movies are performed really well yeah. a lot of people yeah. like when movies are directed really well yeah, everyone everyone has really their different well. different I mean, like perspective like for me the two things that i have done the most and studied the most are writing and acting and yeah those, so those are the things that i tend to pay most attention to whereas someone who studies cinematography is going to pay more attention to cinematography exactly. or just or just like even even people who don't study anything about film, they just like when things look pretty. Yeah, exactly. Or stuff like uh, that. With my studying, it's always been a, a script and the, the direction or whatnot, because I think those are the two, just see, the two absolute seeds you need to make something at least salvageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, to, to make mean, to, like you can't have a movie without a script. I mean, yeah. I mean like, <laughs> some would argue. <laughs> I mean, there's also the fact. Like again, I'm not trying to shit on any other categories or anything, but like because there's that old saying where it's like making a movie is like making a cake. Where like you could have the most amazing recipe in the world, but you could always, uh, but you could always fuck it up when you put it in the oven or when oh, you yeah, put it yeah. together. Sure. Um, now we're into cinematography. Hey. Uh, so we have the Irishman, and that's Rodrigo uh, Pretio. I probably said that wrong. I apologize. Um, Joker, Lawrence Schur, uh, The Lighthouse by uh, Yaren Blaschke or Blashk. I again probably butchered your name. I apologize. 1917 with Roger Deakins. Roger motherfucking Deakins. And Once Upon a Time with Robert Richardson. Um, my first instinct is I've 1917. Seen, 
I've seen four of those. Oh, nice. Nice. I will me. say this one thing. This is where I'm, I'm sorry to all to the people who like this movie, but this is where I'm going to bitch about Joker again. Why? Especially when we had Midsummer come out this exact same year. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like even Midsummer you... got nothing. Nothing. Not a single one. Florence Pugh got no... Florence Pugh got nominated for Little Women, which I haven't seen. I've heard she's fantastic in it, but I I I, we're, I do really want to see it because I again I've heard she's done a really great job in that film. But holy shit, was she a powerhouse in Midsummer? She was like I didn't I didn't even like the movie, and her performance was my was my favorite performance even, of, the, yeah. of the year. Even the cinematography or whatnot in that movie, the way it's shot, like how. It runs the risk of being overexposed, of like being horribly overexposed. But yeah. it works. oh, yeah, it's right on the line. Yeah, because yeah. there there are definitely moments where it's like that's a little too bright, but you can <laughs> yeah, still see everything. Just the fact that they're able to pull that shit off, I'm like that deserves a nom. And I oh, agree. Yeah. Of the ones that are nominated, the ones that I th- I want to win are The Lighthouse and 1917. I think I've, I've only seen clips from Lighthouse, but like it's black and white, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that's fucking hard to light. It is. Oh, like most also- people don't really un- most people underestimate that, but black and white is fucking hard to hey, light. Hey, remember when we made a black and white movie? We did. Yeah. Go us. <laughs> yeah. Even um, and at the time, we we're like, this is easy. Like yeah. even it's if not you easy. watch nope. uh, one of Robert Rodriguez's uh, film schools on his DVDs. Um, he makes it very clear. He's like, if you are making a movie in black and white, you make sure you are watching it in black and white on your monitor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, otherwise um, you're going to really fuck it up. Um, um, and, like, there's also the fact that, like, as as much as I'd, I... I'm, it's kind of a toss-up for me between um, um 1917 and uh, of Lighthouse. I mean, as much of a tour de force as um, um 1917 is, there is a small part of me that would want it to go to the Lighthouse just because we don't typically see movies that look like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, re- I really, I think I'm going to seek out the Lighthouse just so I, you can try to find it. I think you're gonna like it. I, I think I will too. I really do think you're gonna <laughs> like it. And it's funny because we are we the three of us do this sometimes where we'll say I think you're gonna hate it or I think you're gonna love it or I think you're gonna like it. And this one, Lucas, I'm dead serious. I think you're gonna really like it. If you yeah. like, if you're like me and you like things that are just unapologetically weird without I just, do without instead of you you know but what people call weird but is really just normie weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, like John Mulaney's uh, uh, sack lunch bunch. Very weird. And I loved it, but it's not normie weird, right? No, it's, it's, it's not. Just... It's not like because I've been I've been playing Trover Saves the Universe, the, okay, uh, the uh, Justin Roiland video game, and it's just like it's fine, it's funny, it's but it's Justin... like Justin Roiland humor. So like he thinks the word Michael is funny, and okay, he, and he thinks that's weird, like calling people Michael, and then mm-hmm. the other thing he'll call things like schlubby doos and bleeblops, and yeah. it's like that's that's not funny. No, You're just saying stupid yeah, fucking and words. Because, like I've said about Justin Rowlands before, what he writes, any five year old could write. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, like in in John Mulaney's Sack Lunch Bunch, like it's legit written, like it's supposed to be for kids. Yeah, like but it's like hundred percent. Like there's no there's no swearing, there's no like sex or anything. There's some death jokes. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what John was telling us that too. You know, actually, the, the lighthouse is like Lovecrafty and kind of weird in some ways. Okay. Yeah. You've in the best. Yeah. You've, you've sold me on it. In the I, best um, possible. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, intend like, to see even it. Just the way it's directed, and like again, like I would loved. I really want to acknowledge 1917 in that guard and just how amazing it was and how amazing Roger Deakins is. That scene with the flares yeah. is probably one of my with, favorite with scenes. The, oh yeah, that's amazing. And also the the burning buildings. Oh, like, wow. as he, um, yeah. my yeah, God. Yeah, anyway, I do think I want the lighthouse to win this one because I yeah. think it deserves again, it the most. I would be cool with either, but I do really want the lighthouse to win. I think one. 1917 will probably win. Yeah. Unless, unless I haven't seen The Irishman, I think that's probably a, a contender, contender as well. Um, okay, moving on. We're in an original screenplay. Hey. Um, actually, you know what? Let's do adapted first. Okay. Then sure. we'll do original. So yeah. adapted screenplay, The Irishman by uh, Stephen Z- Zalian. 
Yeah, um, Steve jo- Zalian. Uh, Jojo Rabbit by Taika Waititi. Um, Joker, Todd Phillips and Scott Silver. Why? Little Women by Greta Gerwig. And The Two Popes by Anthony McCartan. Um... I didn't know Jojo Rabbit was adapted. What's it adapted, it's adapted from? from it's, a it's novel, I believe. Loosely adapted from a novel. The story is Taika Waititi, uh his mom was reading this book and she described it to him and he's like that that sounds great. I want to make that into a movie. And then he read the book and he's like this isn't isn't at all what she described to me. So I'm going to write a movie based on what she described to me. Not going to lie that gets on my nerves so much. <laughs> I do not think that is an adapted screenplay at that not point. Not really, no. I it's mean, the it's... same thing with with uh, um uh, like, well, I guess I was going to say Joker, but Joker is adapted, I guess, I mean, technically he speaking. He seems to have a, uh, Taika Waititi-verse seems to have the same attitude that uh, Herzog had when he was remaking uh, Lord of War, where he <laughs> No, didn't... Bad Lieutenant. Or sorry, yeah, Bad Lieutenant, yeah. where he didn't, where he didn't even watch the original, because it's like, it's irrelevant to what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think out of those, Joker's probably going to win. Yeah, we'll I don't want it to. Mm-hmm. I think it will. Yeah, um, yeah, I would, I would really fucking hope it went to Little Women. Yeah, because um, Greta Gerwig deserves a lot more recognition. Than she what does. She gets. Like, yes. holy shit! How how like her first two movie, movies have been nominated for best picture. She's never been nominated for best director. Yeah, like what the fuck is yeah, that? About? Super weird. You, I know we always talk about Lucas's Twitter. <laughs> if you don't follow Lucas's Twitter, you definitely should. Uh, but uh, At Lucas, Lucas underscore underscore lizard. Now it's easier to spell. Is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> Un- two underscores. Yeah, Lucas underscore underscore lizard. Yeah, nice. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but I think. Yeah, you, your tweet had said something. What was it again? What did um, it say? Here, I'll I'll pull it up. Yeah, you were you were you were talking about uh, Todd Phillips and well, I wasn't. Uh, oh, you yeah, weren't talking yeah, yeah. about Todd Phillips, but you kind of were. But um, honestly, so tragic that and that uh, Greta Gerwig is not getting the recognition oh, yeah. that she's also just in general this year. We have another diversity problem oh, and another sexism oh, yeah, there, there always is. Stupid. So my tweet was uh, the Academy. Yo, both of Greta Gerwig's movies are great, like best picture material. Anyway, got to go nominate the guy who made The Hangover for best director. <laughs> yeah. Road trip and The Hangover. <laughs> he directed a movie about J- uh, Gigi Allen, who if you, uh, it was his first movie. Uh, and for those of you who do not know who Gigi Allen is, Gigi Allen is a total piece of shit. Uh, and I mean that in that he would literally eat his own shit. Oh. Um, he was a punk, like he's a punk i say that i'm doing air quotes he's a punk musician who would go on stage and like cut himself and bleed on the audience and shit on stage and eat it and and then he he said that how he wanted to die was he was going to try and get hiv to kill himself sweet so, fucking christ yeah gg allen's a total hell? fucking piece of shit and 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 to, uh what's his name tim robbins no todd phillips, <laughs> todd phillips. <laughs> tim robbins no tim robbins is cool yeah. uh but todd phillips went and made the first movie ever made was a documentary about gg allen and and is he said he's very proud of that film which you know what i understand that you want to bring light to to maybe a, a person that is on the outskirts of, of society but that guy did not deserve anything okay that's yeah, my that's, that's my gg allen todd phillips right yeah, all right. So well, uh, for adapted screenplay, uh, again, only seen two of these, so my vote doesn't really count. Yeah. But I would say Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I think Little Women probably deserves it. I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard a lot of very positive things about basically everything about it. Me too. And my response um, is anything but Joker. <laughs> yeah, I'd be basically happy with anything but Joker. I don't really want the two popes to win. I haven't seen it, but I just... I just don't want it's it to win anything. It's another case of them trying to be like, look at the new cool pope. I'm like, the yeah. new pope is not cool. <laughs> look how cool the pope is. I mean, he's he's cooler than hat. the last pope, but he's not cool. But, but bar, <laughs> yeah, the bar is so low that we consider that we consider the new pope cool. Has the, has the pope seen the new pope? Or the two popes? Has, I don't know. Does the pope have Twitter? 
<laughs> he does. He has. He has several Twitter accounts. One in every language that he speaks. What the? Fuck? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, very... Does he just have? Does he have like a, a Twitter team? I don't care. Nothing about the Pope. Uh, did you get blessed by the shitty Pope? I, I got. I got. I got pope? blessed by Pope Benedict. Yeah. yeah. I was in the Vatican on his birthday, and he popped out of the Pope window and blessed everybody <laughs> in the square. <laughs> popped out of the Pope window. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. He's got a Pope mobile, Pope yeah. window, Pope hat. <laughs> You should have a line, you know? Yeah. Like Doji and Pop Ghana. Pope Ghana. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but that was the Pope who quit, so I don't think I'm blessed anymore. Um, I was going to also. Yeah, you are no longer one with God. Also, I'm not sure if you'd agree with me on this one, Lucas, but like, so we have had two comic book movies in the, over the years to be nominated for, um, uh, what is it, uh, Best uh, Adapted Screenplay. Mm. One was Logan, the other was Joker. That's right. Logan deserved it. Yeah, in fact, I was actually rooting for Logan to win that year. Yeah, and actually now now two comic book movies have been nominated for Best Picture. Yep, yep. Black Panther and Joker. Yeah. Um, Okay, original screenplay. Uh, I'm going to work up. So Parasite, Bong Joon-ho and Jin-Wan Han. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. 1917 by Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson uh, Cairns. Cairns, Marriage Story by Noah Bombach and Knives Out by Ryan Johnson. I, would I want, want Knives Out to win out. so bad. I, yeah, I want it. I want Knives. It's so well written. I agree. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the best part of the, it's. It's the best written movie I saw last year. My favorite I part think. about that film is that they give you all the information in the first act. They do, and yet you still don't know what's going to happen. There's also what yeah. uh, incredible guns that you completely forget about. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Everything comes back. Everything matters. Every yeah. little moment. Ryan even, Johnson is so good at that. Yeah, no. Even uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or whatnot plays with like the expectations in a lot of ways. Yeah, like there yeah. are a lot of reverse. Like there are three reverse Chekhov's guns in there. I'm not oh, going to yeah. spoil any of them, but I uh, was it, but they do. Um, uh, was it? But like they set things up and it does not pay off in the way you think it's going to. <laughs> not at all. Nice. Um, um, uh, I think like, I think probably Marriage Story is probably a strong contender as well. You Again, think so? I haven't seen it, but Noah Bomb Noah Bombach is like popular among the Oscar people. Yeah. Do you remember watching Broken Flowers? No. At, at, at Saint, we watched a, a Noah Bombach film called No uh, Broken Flowers, and it's got Bill Murray, uh, Tilda Swinton. Is there. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How boring was that? It was very boring. <laughs> Sorry, not talking shit about Noah Bombach, <laughs> but he also made a film called uh, The Squid and the Whale with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, and Jeff yeah, Daniels. yeah, yeah. That film is great. That film mm, is really cool. So, so you know, it's a hit or miss kind of guy. With Ryan Johnson, I mean, like, uh, even to some people we know, uh, was it this will be a big fuck you to the last Jedi haters? Yeah. Like, I know yeah. somebody, a friend of Christians who told me Ryan Johnson has no talent. I'm like... Who said that? Uh, Dun- Duncan. Oh. To which I was waiting he, to he say... He probably doesn't listen to this. To which I was going to say, did somebody hit you in the head with a brick? <laughs> I mean, that would explain <laughs> its shape, but... <laughs> oh, sorry. That, that was really... That was, I'm sorry. That that was you need to too. address an apology I'm right sorry. this second. I'm sorry. I yeah. am very sorry. Yeah. I was getting a little heated yeah. there. I, I don't know I don't know this person, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was very mean. He's one of my best friends. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would I would love for Knives Out to win. 1917, I think, has a great script. Yeah, it's not, uh, but it's for, not really for what it is. Yeah. But like, yeah, the script isn't what that movie yeah, is. 1917 is not a script movie. No, no, it's not. Which which is fine. It's still a great movie. Like it's 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 very well written for what it needs to achieve. But it's not like it's not Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, no, not not even. Yeah, like it doesn't have like a. Like obviously, like it's a it's again. That's the one thing where I'm like, I don't know why it was nominated, but mm-hmm. but like again, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. We all <laughs> at saying? least Joker wasn't. Oh no, Joker was nominated for adapted. adapted. Never mind. Um, I think we're all agreeing that we want Knives Out to win that. Yeah. One, yes. Right. Um, for adapted, I think we. You said Joe. You said Jojo. Uh, I said Jojo Rabbit, but I'm, but I I can't I I 
I hope that Little Women takes it because yeah. Greta Gerwig deserves more credit. Yes. Even, uh, even though I didn't like Lady Bird. <laughs> yeah. This is still good. It's a good movie. Just, no, I, yeah. I understand. I, I know you didn't like it because uh, it was just, I mean, you didn't like any of the characters, I think is what you would do. Yeah, that was the main thing. I couldn't get into it because every character was an asshole. Um, all yeah. right, now we're we skipping animated shorts, and uh, we're moving on to animated feature, which I have seen th- two of. I want to see. I've only seen How to Train a Dragon and Hidden World. Yeah, uh, 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 How to Train a Dragon the Hidden World by Dean uh, Dubois. Uh, Dubois. 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 I Lost I, My I Body by Jeremy uh, Clappin. Is that right? Uh, Klaus by Sergio Pablos. Which I've heard is good. It's really good. Yeah? I really enjoyed it. Uh, Missing Link by Chris Butler and Toy Story 4 by Josh Cooley because of course Toy Story 4 was going to get animated I mean uh, it's going to win yeah and it really doesn't deserve it at least they didn't nominate Frozen 2 I know you're probably hype on uh, How to Train Your Dragon Train but I think Klaus is a very strong contender Mm. I don't don't think How to Train Your Dragon is going to win none of them have won no No, I and, and you know maybe this will be the one. Maybe who knows? But uh, I really want Klaus to win, even though I know it's not going to. I really want to see Miss, uh, Missing Link because I like Bigfoot yeah. and Yeti, so so that'd be neat. <laughs> but uh, I want to see uh, I want to see Klaus win because it is so damn good. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, I gotta watch the, it. The amount of work they put into it and in it shows. It's, it's hand drawn, isn't it? Kind of, mostly. kind of. It's okay. mostly hand drawn, um, but it's hand drawn with the assistance of computer generated graphics. But also, it's like hand drawn on tablets. Okay. So it is still technically being drawn with someone's hand, mm-hmm. but the images are being. I I believe it. The way that it looks, it believe they're being moved digitally. It even okay. had uh, one of an Im- such an impact on one of our friends that uh, he said that it changed his mind about uh, about telling his kids about Santa. Oh wow. Or about like not that he said like he's never gonna tell his kids about Santa Claus or what. I said that movie changed his mind on it. Wow. All right, uh, I'm gonna save director. Um, uh, we'll we'll do director second last. Okay. Um, cool. So our next one here is supporting actress. Uh, that's Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in A Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. <laughs> All right. <Because laughs> Which doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. But I want I want Florence I want Florence Pugh to win just on on Midsummer hype. <laughs> yeah, just on, <laughs> just on principle. I it, feel like yeah. she would deserve. And also, uh, we'll talk about it later. But Scarlett being nominated in two categories, I'm like, I thought we didn't do this anymore. Academy. Yeah, really. Yeah. What the hell? Um, I I have I I haven't seen I've only seen uh actually I haven't seen any of those. Holy shit! I haven't seen any of them. Um, I want Florence Pugh to win because, like you said, like Midsummer hype. I feel like if she wins, then more people will go seek out her work, and then she, because she she's a powerhouse. I feel like she's really gonna explode in the next couple years. Yeah, I think she. Yeah, I feel like she definitely has the potential to become kind of like a Scarlett Johansson in a way. Um, I mean, it's it's ironic that they're in the same movie together in 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 Black Widow. But I feel like, or Natalie Portman, or something like that, where she becomes, she kind of like squeaks her way into doing these very, very meaningful and, and real films in, in the next couple of years. And also, if you follow her Instagram, she's hilarious. <laughs> she does the she for the past couple of weeks. She's she got an ice cream maker. I, I follow her, so that's why I'm saying this. But she she got an ice cream maker for Christmas, and she's just been making ice cream. And she'll do like. 10 minute videos of her just making fucking ice cream <laughs> and it's hilarious That's and awesome. she had she had this whole entire series with these two cactuses she had um that one of them grew this big growth and she was like really worried about it and <laughs> it's really funny she's she's a, she's just a cool person right on but yeah, margot uh, robbie fuck off <laughs> 
Bomb, Shut bombshell. up, Pseudo. I don't, Everybody I, I loved don't, Bombshell so much. But yeah, I don't right. understand why she didn't get nominated for Once Upon a Time instead of Bombshell. Oh, because uh, it might strike some backlash, because they don't want any association with uh, Polanski, and it might uh, strike some backlash from a people who took issue with Sharon Tate's portrayal of that film. It's just wild. Mm. I don't know. And Reactionary Academy, we yeah. love you. I mean, yeah, I Academy's, you. Yeah, it's dumb. But uh, Scarlett Johansson was legitimately very, very good in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, you said she's pretty yeah. funny, eh? Yeah, yeah. She, she's. I, I genuinely think that was her best performance. I haven't seen Marriage Story, but... Um, it's the best I'd seen her in a long time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know if it's best actress good, but it's very, very good. Yeah, supporting actress. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I would like to also mention, I think we're about, we're about due to um, put those categories together. I I, mm. I, th- I think it's ridiculous to have best supporting actress and best supporting actor. Yeah, I, yeah. I think... there's no reason to. No, I mean, like, no, not at all. I mean, what about people who identify as non-binary? What about yeah. people who are transgender? Where do they go? Like, where do they fit in? In in in, in yeah, like in, just in put the, the two Wars. together and like uh, just uh, extend how many people are allowed to be nominated and and get, yeah. and say that you are allowed to give out two awards. So. But then you know, one year two men are gonna win, and everybody's gonna be in an uproar. Yeah. Um. So, it, it is kind of a delicate law. I understand why they they have them separated right now, but I think it is about time we put them together. Yeah. And, and there's, there's, like you said, there's no place for non-binary people. Exactly. That's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make. Yeah, especially I, I don't know. there are a, there are a lot of a, of performers that identify as non-binary. Oh yeah. It wasn't wasn't uh, who were, what movie were they in? John Wick three. Was it? Oh uh, yeah, Asia. Asia Kate Dillon. Yeah. yeah um, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. She uh, she's an actress. Or, or sorry, they are an actress or actor and have come out as as non-binary in December. And and Janelle Monet is also a musician and all this stuff. And yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and where are they going to fit in? You no. know. Don't yeah. Know. No. This year also, I will say again, it has a diversity <laughs> problem because when we get to uh, uh, best actress, there's uh one person who I thought got snubbed pretty hard. Yeah. On that yeah. note, that's where we're uh we're moving into uh, supporting actor right now. Alrighty, supporting actor. We have Tom. Seen, I haven't seen any of these movies. So. Me neither. <laughs> uh, well, not seen one. Uh, Tom Hanks for uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Al Pacino for The Irishman. Joe Pesci for The Irishman. And Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I would really want it to go to Pitt. Yeah, me too. He's so good. <laughs> that's the, again. It's the best I've seen Pitt in a long time. Yeah, I always, I always forget that Brad Pitt is genuinely a good actor. He's a great actor. Because yeah. like I always, I just always like think when I think Brad Pitt, I think Hollywood heartthrob, and that's yeah. kind of where it stops. He's not like that anymore. No, you know? like he's he's always been a very good actor. Agreed. Yeah. Like, I mean, he and he's he's probably on his A game in in Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. in the movie he was in earlier that year at Astra. Again, hate it. His performance is fantastic, though. He's the only good part about that movie mm-hmm. um but i i would love it if he won for for uh actor has he won oscars in the past i don't know i, I was just only thinking one that. for uh i was it for producing mm. and for that was, what uh, uh 12 years a slave right yes um he was nominated i believe for uh 12 monkeys was oh yeah, 12 yeah, yeah monkeys yeah. is not gonna win oscars <laughs> <laughs> this is funny I, I have my computer open i googled brad pitt oscars first first thing that pops up chris pratt wikipedia <laughs> what no i oh because I, I, I didn't write Bra- I, I wrote brad pratt <laughs> oh <laughs> oops whoopsie yeah right. no i mean like uh just like he has so many subtleties in his performance or whatnot so, he also feels like a part of that time period liam uh brad pitt has been nominated for 12 monkeys the curious case of benjamin button Moneyball, 
uh, Best Picture for Moneyball as well, um, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and uh, the Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I would really want this one to be Pitt's year. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think he deserves one. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because yeah, the yeah the only one he's won is tw- is, is uh, Twelve Years a Slave, um, nominated for everything else. That's wild. Um, yeah, I think I I would love to see him win. That would be great. He's been in the industry for such a long time and always been solidly very good. Yeah. Um, I want to move on? Yeah, yep. sure. Lead actress, uh, Cynthia Erivo um, for Harriet. I don't even know what that movie is. I assume um, it's, it's Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. yes. 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 I, I I didn't even know a Harriet Tubman, Tubman, Tubman movie came out. I did know that it came out. It yes. was a festival film that did pretty well there, but I don't think it got enough attention to get a ah, full wide release. I see. Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Um, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, um, Charlie Theron for Bombshell. Why? Like, why? Um, Renee Zellweger for Judy. Okay, so Lapita Nyong'o got snubbed. Totally uh, for us. Oh, I. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen us. For also, it's the I same. I don't know. It's the same way. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Flo- uh, not Florence Pugh. Uh, uh, Hereditary. Tony Collette got snubbed for Hereditary. Yeah, but then you're not going to nominate a horror film for a lead actor. Yeah, again, yeah, lead because, actress, uh, not gonna happen. Yeah, no, because Lapita Nyong'o is always like a powerhouse performer. She is she, so fucking. She's good. incredible. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure she's dating Janelle Monae. Oh. <laughs> and in uh, Bo- and in us, she, uh, she has to play two roles. Number one, mm-hmm. and just the way how she's able to properly distinguish them and carry herself, and like just the, the subtleties to her performance, going from being fucking scary to like just a to being a scared mother trying to care for her husband and kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, I think no, she ev- got ev- snubbed hard. Yeah, everything she's in, even even when she's Maz Kanata in Star Wars, she's just so good. Those butthole eyes. Yeah. <laughs> get me going. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much of a point of reference here. I would like, no. I mean, maybe uh, Saoirse Ronan, um, because yeah. I've heard she's really, really good in Little yeah, Women. She's generally very good. I've always really appreciated her work. Yeah. Um, she's she's in a movie called um, um, This Is How I Live Now, I think. Mm, okay. Um, the film isn't best but her performance is is really good she was really good in the, in the lovely bones um I, I i always really appreciate her and, and also how did you guys think her name was pronounced oh i had no clue yeah it's 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 not say or see no <laughs> I thought it was no it's oh. sersha yeah i know somebody i know thought it was circe like uh game of thrones <laughs> no it's it's say it's it's sersha no she's irish the irish names yeah. don't make sense yeah, she also would enjoy people not knowing how to pronounce it properly <laughs> and would make fun of it in, in she's a real she's a real gem i really appreciate yeah. her um, yeah, yeah, out, I, out of all those actors, my favorite is Sir Ronan, so I say Sir Ronan, I guess. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, not, I, I don't understand Scarlett Johansson being nominated for two different movies in two different again, categories. Like, I, I think that's yeah. bullshit. I don't that's think dumb. they've done that since uh, the year Ray came out, where um, Jamie Foxx was nominated for supporting in um, Collateral. Oh, and, uh, okay. he was nominated for... Um, Why would he be supporting in Collateral? Because I don't know. I, because I guess Tom Cruise is the lead of that movie. Sort of. I mean, like, I mean, in all fairness, I thought Cruise gave a better performance in that well, film. Cruise is incredible in that movie. I didn't it's know you've actually seen that movie. Oh, Collateral's great. I have the Blu-ray, I'm pretty sure. Um, and we'll move on. Lead actor? Yeah, sure. Yeah, lead, lead actor. actor. Lead actor, uh, Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver for A Marriage Story. Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. And Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yep. Um... I mean, that's what I'm fine with uh, Joaquin being nominated. Oh, yeah, definitely. A, definitely nominated. He I bet you he's going to win. Because he did Probably. put a lot into it. Like, yeah. uh, I was at Forver. And, like, in fact, I am at a point now with that movie where I say he's really the only reason to watch it. Honestly, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's going to win. I don't want him to um, just because I feel like they're going to give it to him. 
and it's gonna be like a like a passing the torch off kind of thing from Heath Ledger to him. Mm. I don't know. It just it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I I think I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix has had so many better performances. Like he should have. Did time. he win? He didn't win for her. No, he wasn't he even nominated. That's no. bullshit right there. Yeah, but, yeah I um, agree. I I'd, I'd like to see Adam. I haven't seen Marriage Story, but I think Adam Driver is such a powerful actor. I'd He's love so to good. See him win something. Going from Kylo Ren to to doing like Logan yeah. Lucky, and then going and doing <laughs> Marriage Story, and um, doing all this uh, stuff. Black Klansman. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Like, he's, he's he's the best part of Rise of Skywalker. I always thought he was English, eh? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's totally he's not English. No, he's American. Yeah. Also, he also went from serving in the army to becoming an actor. Yeah, yeah. that's there's, probably there's why. Great... That's probably why he's got a good intensity about him. That great TED talk where he talks about that actually. Oh, right on. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. This one, I, I'm I'm really iffy on. I don't feel very good about again. It. How do you guys feel about Leo's performance in Once Upon a Time? He does a great job, but Brad Pitt's better. Yeah, right. again, Leo's really good, but it's uh, just kind of like another thing where we're like, oh, it's Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah I don't know. He's I don't... just kind of being him. Like Leo DiCaprio's fine. Yeah. He's good. I, he's not. He's not bad. He's never bad. But no, he's like never bad. Yeah. But I, I've never. He's never been great either. Oh no! I think. Oh no! I think his <laughs> I, I do kind of disagree. Best performance I think has never been nominated. That's, that's, that's Calvin Candy. Nah. Oh, well, oh, eating Gilbert Grape. He was nominated yeah. for that. Oh, one. was he? Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, I was. No. Yeah. I'd, I'd say Leo's best performance uh, that I've seen anyway was uh, Calvin Candy. I think a Django. lot of this is that it's very rare you see Leo play a villain. Mm-hmm. And also just the fact that you can tell he's just eating every seat of it. And, like, again, uh, being a, the person he is, having like a having to actually be able to deliver that dialogue. And yeah, not... exactly. Knowing, like, how, how where his morals are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. I guess best director. Director. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Todd Phillips for Joker. Fuck Sam Mendes for 1917. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Scorsese has enough Oscars. Fuck off. Yeah, you don't, you don't need it anymore. <laughs> again, you made a Netflix would, movie, you fuck. And again, yeah. that would just uh, inflate his ego way too much. <laughs> I, it, honestly, the fact that he made a movie for Netflix is bitching about, about superhero movies, and if he does win, it's going to be like, mm, no, you're pumping your tires too much. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck you. I mean, I like Scorsese. I'm not going to lie. No, he's, like he's a, a good director. Scor- I like a lot of Scorsese movies, but I feel like a lot of his... Uh, criticisms with the uh, film industry are very unfounded i think quentin's are a lot more uh fair like i uh, just tried to make film and movie theaters obsolete or whatnot yeah mm-hmm. yeah no i think he's a lot more just in having like uh, i suppose some holier than now opinions about the film industry but again like yeah his i'd argue are a lot more not unfounded yeah, yeah. uh todd phillips does not deserve to be in this category yeah. no whatsoever. not even close like you said greta gerwig should have been should have been in. Yeah. oh yeah greta gerwig should have been nominated Maybe fucking even... jordan peele even jordan uh, peele uh, ryan, ryan johnson. johnson ryan johnson yeah so like we just named off the top of our heads three different directors who had who deserve that place more significantly <laughs> more yeah i mean it's cool seeing bong joon ho in there yeah. um yeah and, I'd, but... I'd like to see parasite i've heard it's really good me too it's got 99 percent on almost everything. Uh, one of my friends saw it, and she loved it. Oh, Is yeah. that Kate? Kate saw it? Yeah, Kate yeah. Uh, absolutely loved it. But she's also a fan of, uh, of most of Bong Joon-ho's films. He's done the host. Um, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Okja. Oh, yeah. he did. Uh, okay, Snowpiercer was good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Willy Wonka sequel, or prequel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I've heard. Uh, but uh, I think of the people that I would see maybe winning, uh, Tarantino would be cool if he won. Has, has Tarantino ever won Best Director? No. Nah. No, I don't. Believe no, so. I feel like they might give it to him this year. Yeah, and the, or they'll wait until he makes his tenth film, and then they'll give it to him. Yeah, 
Which is it'll be bullshit. like jo- it'll be like what happened with John Wade, where like uh, he got the Oscar for True Grit literally because of how much he contributed to the Golden Age of Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Sam Mendes would be kind of cool winning there. I, I think I think out of the ones I've seen there, again only only Joker in 1917. Uh, 1917 is the best directed. Yeah, I, oh, I think oh, it's the best yeah. directed movie of 19 of 2019 in my opinion. Uh, it's the, the best directed movie of 1917. It, yeah, <laughs> I think 19. I think. Uh, Nineteen seventeen. Either would uh, out of fi- Oscars it deserved. But Liam most. stretched. He didn't have a bug bite. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, the um, movies that I think deserve the most, or what the Oscars I thought nineteen seventeen deserve the most, I thought were either for cinematography or for direction. Yeah. yeah. So if it won director, I would be completely cool with it. Me too. Um. All right. Best and picture, guys. Best picture. Let's get into it. I've seen. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I wanted to mention these. one more thing. Oh yeah, for, go ahead. <laughs> uh, actor. Uh, uh, going back to actor because I forgot. People have brought up just how snubbed Taron Egerton got for uh, Rocket Man. Yeah. See, so I haven't seen it. it, it you have you seen it? Uh, no. But oh. I like even listening to him talk about it and like everybody around him. There's also a fact that like Rocket Man getting snubbed when they just handed Queen everything the year before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. That 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 makes a lot. And of sense. And also yeah. the fact that um. Uh, from what I understand, uh, uh, the guy who directed Rocket Man, uh, Dexter Fletcher, um, he essentially saved the production of Bohemian Rhapsody from being shut down when uh, Brian Singer, bad guy, wasn't able to finish the movie. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he he finished. Uh, yeah, he came uh, in. He had to Bohemian film Rhapsody. the last quarter. Yeah, I, the thing I find it really weird about Rocket Man is like Elton John was in Kingsman Two, right, and then Taron Egerton played him. Played yeah, him, and also. Him. Uh, Dexter uh, Fletcher Fletcher is a personal friend of Matthew Vaughn and is even star oh, in his movies. It's, it's all connected, everybody. In, in Kick-Ass, he's the guy, you know, when Big Daddy and uh, Hit Girl crush the guy in uh, the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Dexter Fletcher. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's wild. All right, so all right. Best Picture nominees are... Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, 1917, Marriage Story... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. It's really cool that Parasite got nominated for Best Picture. And also inter- International Foreign Film. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, is it International Foreign International Film or something like that? In foreign, Out of foreign, yeah, all foreign of Foreign language like film that. or something like that. I mean, for my own personal reasons, I would want it to go to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just because that movie is just... I mean, like, I think the it's Academy, a love letter to Hollywood. Yeah, Academy, Academy needs to actually start recognizing movies that actually just are made by and for people who are just in love with cinema. I will yeah. audibly boo if Joker wins. I will yeah. I will do I will pull a um Raylo moment like from the movie theater <laughs> and I will I will fucking boo. Yeah. But I agree with you, Liam. It once upon a time, it is a love letter to Hollywood. It is absolutely um I wouldn't say it's Tarantino's best. I know a lot of people think that uh, a lot of people are throwing massive shade on Tarantino recently, saying that there is a very definitive line in his work where it went completely sideways and people don't like his work that's after um uh, inglorious bastards i believe or, no django i think more so because he's like because i know a lot well, of there's people, only two movies because yeah, i know a lot of people really didn't like um uh what is it uh the hateful eight i like that movie but i yeah. know a number of people who really don't like that movie yeah. my favorite tarantino I'm, yeah i'm not a huge tarantino fan like i i like i think my favorite is django yeah but like I don't know, most of them are just okay for but me. But you recognize his his, his uh, he's his, a very specific style. Yeah, yeah and I'm most yeah. sucker for that kind of style again. Yeah, like that's it's fair. just like again because Tarantino kind of really helped pie really Mo- like modern indie cinema. Yeah, popular or not even that, just popularized the genre blending. 
Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Like, I would agree. Yeah, yeah like um, uh, I, I'm not sure why Ford v Ferrari is in here. I, I it's it's a movie for dads <laughs> or people who like cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and the history of cars. Because yeah. I I know my dad will probably love it because he loves like um um John Ford. Not he doesn't love John Ford because he fucked that guy. But uh, like uh, Mr. Shelby, the guy, the Ferrari guy, and uh, just to having um, Christian Bale and Matt Damon, like, yeah, it's a dad movie. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It's heard, a dad. I movie. did hear Christian Bale's actually really good at it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's a perfectly functional movie. Yeah, the Irishman obviously is going to get nominated. Joker yeah. wins. I'm going to have the exact same problems that I had with. Um, uh, was it with what was last year? Fucking Green Book. Yeah, what the hell, hey? <laughs> Uh, a movie made by a very obvious like he's like so disrespectful. <laughs> it is the fan the family of like was just like no that's not what happened. Yeah, and I mean Peter Farley, that's it right. Yeah, he, Peter he, Farley's he, a piece of shit. Also, yeah, I mean I like Dumb and Dumber. I like Stuck on You, but that he directed those with his brother. I like Osmosis Jones. Yeah, but, but even the parts he directed of Osmosis Jones are the bad parts. They're the worst parts <laughs> of those movies. Yeah, yeah. Also, movie. Dumb and Dumber, I hasn't done very well for me at least since i was older than 12 i still love it <laughs> it's a very soft spot yeah I, I i genuinely think that knives out should be on this list i agree yeah it, it should be i it's a shame that it's not yeah right? it, it, should, it only got what you only got one nomination yep for, for screenplay. screenplay that's bullshit yeah, like i yeah. thought uh on a day Ar- uh day armis should have won for uh is that how you pronounce her name we... i think i really hope i'm pronouncing it right but i thought she yeah. should have been nominated for uh support uh, was it for? Well, she's essentially the main character. Of that yeah, movie. it's kind of an ensemble piece. Uh, so it's hard to give ensemble pieces uh, a lead. Yeah. yeah, I would have given her a nom. I would have even given fucking Daniel Craig a nom. Holy shit, yeah, okay. yeah. Because like it's 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 the the thing with ensemble pieces, it's hard to pin down the lead. That's why Game of Thrones didn't have any lead actor nominations until the last couple seasons when it went to shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, I the, the John yeah, the John Snow show. Yeah, but I agree, it's a total shame that uh, that Knives Out is not nominated in that category, or or like very many. It, it should have taken basically every Joker spot. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I would also. I think the last thing we should probably talk about before we really get in, before we really cap this off, is talk about why does this keep happening? Especially uh, you when know, so many people have called this out, and like so, so, so many the reason why it keeps happening, and after reading the article that Lucas had posted, it's because the Oscars are full of old people. Yeah, it's just old white people celebrating each other, celebrating each other, and, and, and occasionally throwing the bone to someone else. Yeah, because because yeah, people like Adam Sandler, club. people like Jennifer Lopez. Um, Adam Sandler, apparently, I haven't seen it, but Uncut Gems does come out next week on Netflix right in Canada, so we can watch it here, um, and I, I intend to, uh, but a lot of people are saying Sandler deserved that slot, and and part of why he didn't get it was because he went on the Stern show, Howard Stern show, and said something like, if I don't get that fucking Oscar, I'm going to make a bad movie just to piss you and all I'm assuming, off. And again, I'm assuming you made it of a context as a joke. As a joke, but they took it as a serious thing. Yeah, and, then, and, also, and also one Eddie of the Murphy things they Dolan said. My name. Yes, yeah. and like a lot of, one of the things they specifically said about Sandler is like, well, he goes and makes all these stupid like Netflix comedies. So yeah. why, why would we nominate someone like they, that? Yeah, it says his brand is not Oscar worthy. Yeah. Which is yeah. fucking ridiculous. They said, they said the same thing about uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, but and like I've seen Hustlers. The movie itself is not the best, but um, and also it's not for um, cis white dudes. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but it, it the it, it, Lopez does puts on a fantastic performance in that film. Although I do kind of understand she probably shouldn't have been nominated, but at least 
there should have been she should have been much closer to be to being nominated than where she was mm-hmm. you know um and same thing with uh with Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name a lot of people didn't like it because or a lot of people didn't like his campaigning because apparently he tried too hard to campaign yeah. for it like Only- Joker's not trying too hard yeah, exactly. Joker, again, it's because Joker had the money. Because yeah. for some reason, he's made tr- as much fucking money as it did. Yeah, Eddie Murphy was trying real hard, but didn't have enough money. Yeah, and then Todd Phillips had enough money and tried probably not as hard and got eleven nominations. Yeah, yeah. I also find it interesting. It's like uh, what my dad, what I talked to my dad about, the people who should be world leaders almost. Don't worry, I will. It's one of those stories where I will bring it back to yep. you of a subject. Don't Make worry. it quick. <laughs> um, but like my dad said that like the people who are most deserving of things like that are the people who don't who are probably who want it the least. Mm. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. like the people who aren't just going out of her way to actively campaign or any of that. Um Well, maybe Florence Pugh, Midsummer, yeah. right? Like yeah. like there's there's so there's so, like the Oscars are are like I know we talked about this earlier, but the Oscars are just they're horseshit. They're it's a popularity yeah, contest. It is. You don't you do not win awards, you buy awards. You do. And there, like, there's not, no... not that not that talent and skill don't play a part in that. True, yeah. But like, it's mostly money. Yeah, it's and mostly most, money, especially money the Oscars. And, yeah, money and clout. That's why I re- I love I, I not love I should say, but I I appreciate the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards a lot more, the Critics Choice Awards, because the, at least for them, they are trying their best to give the people who genuinely deserve it the the, the time of day. I also yeah. the, just the prefer like. I was at the Critics Choice Awards, or like uh, even on YouTube, when a bunch of critics get together, they do their own award shows. Mm-hmm. So like these are just people having a good time who genuinely love movies. Coming to you next year, the, yeah. the <laughs> Thunder Lizard Collectors presents uh, yeah, the, per- the Thundies. <laughs> that, sounds, that, that sounds like it's Australian. Sound, the Thundies. <laughs> we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get we'll, we'll resurrect Heath Ledger and get him yeah. to host the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I. I I also just I I just have problems with like giving best of awards to art. Like why not like give awards based on like specific accomplishments that year? Like give like nineteen seventeen an award for being a tour de force direction uh, performance or give it like a an, an award to Jojo Rabbit for towing the line between offensive and funny. Right. Or like just give like specific awards for specific achievements and not like oh this this is the performance i like the best so you get a cool trophy yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, like oh this one uh he's an oh, this will make the vatican man. like us so we'll nominate this film <laughs> what'd you say uh, this will make the vatican like us so we'll <laughs> nominate two popes <laughs> yeah. get off our backs yeah um uh yeah. well let's give uh it to argo because oh yeah no we can make the argument that it's uh that it's uh, really is showing the importance of film but it's also just uh we could use it as a way to uh get repu- uh, funding for the republican party at yeah. the iraq war yeah. yeah so uh that's uh that's our breakdown of the oscars which yeah. uh i think i'm gonna put this episode on, on february 7th so so if you're hearing this now the oscars are in two days we'll come back to you in a couple weeks with yeah, how we ex- feel about extra it. long episode extra long episode yeah i mean these these ones usually end up like our favorites and our we kind of have to expand oh yeah I, i'm not i don't I don't mind. Just uh, pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. have a problem either. Manos, I know you're listening, and you're gonna you're gonna send me a message and say oh, thank you for making an extra long episode. So you're welcome. <laughs> Manos is my brother-in-law. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how Danny's gonna feel about me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's been our conversation about the Oscars. Uh, we're gonna take another quick little break, and we'll be right back with uh, a fun little game. All 
All right, everybody, welcome back to the Thundercast. Uh, we're on uh, segment three of our show here, which I think, I think moving forward, we're going to probably do this sort of thing. We'll, we'll take two breaks and, and let you guys have a little bit of an ear break from us. Uh, but uh, what we're, we're going to start doing something uh, for the rest of this the year, or until, I guess, we finish, uh, which will probably be forever. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a character, cool characters bracket, uh, at a, a round robin tournament in a way where uh, characters from uh, various pieces of media are going to uh, go head to head against each other and decide who's cooler. Uh, so a couple rules before we get into it for, for those of you listening at home. Uh, the characters must be cool. So that means uh, they can be any of the definitions of the word cool, which... Uh, are the following. One, moderately cold or lacking in warmth. <laughs> Marked by a steady, dispassionate calmness and self-control. Lacking a, a ardor or friendliness. Of jazz. A, a marked by restrained emotion and the frequent use of counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Free from tension or violence. Uh, used as intensive. A cool million dollars. Marked by deliberate uh, uh, f f runtery, um, or lack of of, of respect uh, or discretion, facilitating a relief from heat. Um, <laughs> sorry. Oh no, my computer just fucked up. Oh no. Oh, no. What are we oh, gonna oh, do? Oh, wait, no, we're back. Hey. We're back. Uh, fuck. No, it's not. No. Nope. Oh wait, maybe it is. <laughs> This is great radio. Oh, we're good. Uh, facilitating or suggesting a relief from heat. A color producing an impression of being cool. Um, informal. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> so any of those. Uh, oh, man. This is, this is going to be an amazing segment. This means the Yeti can be cool because they are most likely cold. Uh, characters are disputed in 1v1 matches. They are not fighting yeah they are not physically having a fight this isn't us doing the male equivalent of shipping which is like who would win in a fight between <laughs> uh i don't know uh joe blow and uh uh my uncle jim yeah it is purely a match of coolness god does godzilla does not win on strength alone um this is not a definitive list uh and as such there is a lot of potential for future tournaments so in round one of our Cool characters bracket is group one, competitor one, the driver from Drive, Ryan Gosling. Very cool. Versus Ellen Page's Juno. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a ten minute timer on this one, and we're gonna we're gonna go for All it. Right. All right. So I haven't seen Juno, so y'all have to pitch Juno to me. That's cool. Well, we we got it. All right. Starting All right, timer in three, two, one. All right. So Juno. Is a movie uh, directed by Ivan Reitman. Uh, I believe it uh, came out. Jason Reitman. Sorry, Jason Reitman uh, came out in uh, two thousand seven. Two thousand and seven, and is about a, a a young woman who becomes pregnant with Michael Sarah's baby. Uh, she then has to go. Oh, she fucked Michael Sarah, losing some cool points there. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to go uh, and find some adoptive parents for her child, who are played by um jason uh, not jason what's his uh, name jason bateman yeah jason bateman and is it lived no, jennifer garner it's jennifer garner thank you uh and so the movie basically covers her journey through pregnancy and how she uh, eventually has to give up her baby um now the reasons why i had put juno on the list were because juno is just 
she she in the movie she she you know she plays guitar she's really uh, quick witted she's sarcastic a little um, too quirky for her own good yeah at times and really just carries herself in such a positive way that you you know um it's easy to like her right it's easy to it's easy to like her and it's easy to understand her situation and why things are going the way that they are for her one thing I will say that's cool about it right off the back and if it says anything about my social politics is that like. I'm an anabit believer on, like, if you have a... But if you get pregnant or whatnot, you have no obligation to keep that child if you don't believe you need to. Right. So uh, there is a part of me that does find it kind of admirable when somebody does go through with it. Um, I mean, obviously, there are circumstances that, like, can get in the way of that. But I do... There is a part of me that will find that admirable when somebody does choose to go through with it when they don't have... When they don't owe it to anybody. It's literally your choice if you have to... If you're going to have this kid or not. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, and and th- and that's and that's why that movie works so well is that it's it's so pro choice, <laughs> you know. I mean, it is a bit of a shame that it has kind of become a uh, bit of a uh, right wing talking point for like uh, why, uh, for uh, pro uh, pro lifers. Yeah, for oh, sure. Unfortunate. All right. All right, and drive. Uh, the drive the driver the driver. Uh, well, he's real good at driving for yep. one. That's cool. He beats the um, shit out of a guy with a hammer. Yeah, he does, and stomps the guy's head in. Yep. Uh, that's pretty cool. So violence doesn't make you cool. It's it's why you're committing the violence that yeah, makes he's, you cool. He's, he's doing that to protect the woman he loves, Carrie Mulligan, I believe. Carrie right? Mulligan. Yeah. And keep in mind, Drive is a movie I have not seen in a long time. Yeah, but I mean, we can all say we know he's cool. Oh yeah, he's like, cool because like he's he's very calm, he's very collected. He 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 doesn't say more than he needs to. Right, which is the opposite of Juno. Juno sometimes <laughs> says too much, but in that, in saying too much, she is really revealing a lot about what it means the pressures of of young adulthood and the pressures that the world kind of puts on you. Right, um, drive the driver. Uh, kind of does the same, but with less words. Um, right, which I yeah. do find part of me and my own sensibilities. I do find kind of cool where they're just like a person, a few words, and like there's a mystery around that. I have my limits with that. I'm looking at you, Michael Keaton's Batman. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in terms of the other definitions of cool, uh, Juno does take place over the course of nine months, obviously, because that's a pregnancy, and a little bit after that. Um, so we do see winter, and we do see mm, that's true. Uh, fall, and she does wear a coat. And the driver, the driver is always wearing a jacket, so he's never really cold. Exactly. So, mm. but he, he, no, the scorpion on the back is uh, from the desert, so that's not really cold either. But scorpions are cool. Scorpions are fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> but some would argue that uh, being cool uh, was it be, part of being cool is being a hot, hot man in the literal sense. That's yeah. true. A lot of women find. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's a, a very good-looking man. He's very handsome. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who haven't uh, seen seen what our faces actually look like, one of us <laughs> looks a lot like Ryan Gosling. One of us looks like a lot like Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, and, and who was the other Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. we're all Ryans. Yeah, we we are Ryan. Um, <laughs> I thought I was a Wyatt. No, well, I mean, yeah, in in, in Le- what you actually look like, you look like Wyatt Russell. But uh, uh, yeah, I feel okay. I don't really know exactly how these two would end up in the same room as each other <laughs> like, um like juno would be talking a lot and the driver would just not be talking at yeah, all probably oh i was gonna say a bad joke <laughs> bad joke i'm not doing it nope not no, doing all it. right bailing, bailing i'll, I'll save joke. it for after when i can offend these two yeah <laughs> um i i i think yeah because the driver does a lot of stuff in that film that is pretty deplorable Oh you know, yeah, you know he's, he murders um, several people, as far as I remember. Yeah, and uh, 
is is just but at the same time is doing it for some of the right reasons you know he's trying yeah. to protect Carrie Mulligan's character and he's trying to protect her her kid um and trying to build a life for himself that isn't what he he has yeah, he's, already he's a built. getaway driver and he wants to get out yeah. i also am a fan of uh characters who uh do like things that are can be considered questionable or whatnot but they have a very strong moral center or whatnot yeah mm-hmm. on like what they need to do or whatnot and both uh uh judo and the driver i guess kind of fit that in some way though judo yeah. doesn't really well to break her convictions a whole lot but well no not really moral center no well she's pretty she pretty much stands for her her own morals and her own values throughout the entire film like there's even that that bit yeah, where jk simmons is like i'm really disappointed in you and she's like well this is me like she has that that line where she's she's like, well, That's this is, cool. this is just who I am, and if you don't like it, then I guess this isn't gonna work. But then the rest of the movie, J.K. Yeah. Simmons is totally fucking. He's a cool yeah, guy. I mean, she doesn't <laughs> have any like things where she does any like, from what I can recall, any morally things that could be considered from an outsider's view, like morally despicable. Yeah, no, I guess not. I mean, if you're uh, you're a pro lifer, uh, then she's she's the best for you. Love her. But if you're a pro-choicer, you're probably don't, not a big fan. I mean, well, maybe, because it well, was her choice. Being, right? being mature enough to know that you're not going to be able to raise this baby is is a cool thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, knowing knowing what, uh, what is best for, for someone else, right? Um, and even so much so that in the film, uh, that spoilers to you, Lucas, the movie. The movie is, is quite um, old at this point. But uh, she does, uh, Jace, Jason Bateman uh, and Jennifer Garner's characters split up in the movie. Uh, and she Juno still gives the baby to Jennifer Garner oh, okay. after after they they divorce, and just knowing that it maybe wasn't the best for the both of them, but it was best for Jennifer Garner because she and there's a great moment where she's like, "You're gonna be a great mom." She's like, "I, I trust you. You're gonna be a great mom." And I think Jennifer Garner says something very similar to Juno. She says, "One day you will be too," or something along those lines, which very soft, nice moment. And then we have another movie where a guy beats the guy to death with a hammer in an elevator. <laughs> I mean, the one thing where and Judo caves does, his skull in with his with his foot. Yeah, where Juno does lose cool points of my sensibility is the, again the quirkiness from a quirkiness sense to a point where I'm like it could get a little much like having essentially your living room built out in your yard they did come back no that's she 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 sets that up in front of um michael sarah's house yeah which again is a little like because it's the couch they it's this it's the chair they fucked in to make the baby yeah but i mean like i don't know i guess uh i guess the hamburger phone's cool but (laughs) (laughs) yeah your ego is prego (laughs) uh but yeah okay let's uh let's try and uh Let's try and decide, make a decision, okay? Right. There's a quick conversation about who's who's the cooler one. But I think in terms of appearance, I feel like maybe the driver is the cooler one. That jacket is pretty fucking cool. It is pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, in terms of who probably stands up for themselves a little bit more, I would give it to Juno, personally. Although you could also argue the same for the driver. The driver stands up more so for other people who he cares about. Right, which That's is true. really fucking cool. Um, there's also uh, the fact that like, you need to take into account like what is more a realistic uh, kind of uh, a situation and whatnot, and the other one is more heightened, so it really comes down to like in each context what you consider more cool. Right. That is true. I, <laughs> I think I'm going to have the controversial opinion here. I'm going to say Juno. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Juno. What do you think, Lucas? I'm I'm biased because I haven't seen Juno. Right. But I think I'm going to vote Driver. All right. Liam? I honestly, I'm trying to... Brain is broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, probably 
Juno, I guess, because... Uh, wow. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm um, the odd one out. Maybe, um, but then again, like, again... I don't know. Don't, don't, don't cheat you this, Liam. You got to make a yeah, choice. Yeah, you got to make a choice. You you, ha- you have one minute to make a decision, Liam. 57 seconds. Uh, Let's see. So 54. Fictitious, uh, heightened, war- morally realistic. Um, I'm probably going to have to go with Juno because it is more fresh in my mind. Wow. And I, I have yeah. seen it since. Um, I have seen that movie since I first saw it and within the past five years. So, wow. um. And Drive, I've only seen once years ago, so I'd probably have to say uh, Juno. Juno for now. Okay. Oh, look at that. So, I didn't expect that. Right on. The Thundercast uh, perspective of this is between the driver and Juno. Juno won. Uh, I'm going to put some cheers here. Uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, uh, by the time this episode comes out, a, a day or two after the episode comes out, I'm going to put up a poll on our Facebook page and most likely on our, on our Instagram as well, where we'll let you vote. On who yeah, is, who is cooler, cooler, Juno or the driver? Suggest listening to this first, uh, and then uh, w- uh, in our next episodes—not the one that comes out after this, because we're not playing the game then—but uh, the one after that, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, sorry, we'll say who won, and then we'll move on to our next bracket. Uh, anyway, this has been the Thundercast for this week. Uh, if you liked what you heard, uh, please uh, follow us on social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, we are Thunder Lizard Collective. And on uh, Twitter, we are Thunder Lizard OG, or Thunder Lizard OG, as some have liked to call it. Uh, if you did like what you heard, please tell a friend, tell your grandma, tell that guy down the street, uh, and uh, share it with them. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Give us a follow on on Spotify, and uh, share us on your sh- social medias if you so desire. Um, we also have a new show that has we come do. out. Uh, I believe yeah, the first episode. Out, the first episode will be out. Yeah, first episode will be out. Yeah, the, the second episode will be coming out soon. The, the following week, uh, and that is our uh, real play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, show called Thunder and Dragons in which yeah. Lucas is our Thunder Master. That's Liam right. plays a character named Radix Snowgaze. I play Rogmar Hellmash and our friend Dan plays a character named Moondor. Yeah, uh, I believe great. his name is Moon Moondor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a number of other shows in the works uh, which I'm sure you'll be hearing about in the not too distant future. Uh, anyway, uh, this has been the Thundercast for this week. My name is Christian. My name is Lucas. And I'm Liam. See ya. spoil it uh yeah i think i don't know you know what we should make let's make a let's make a new rule okay Mm -hmm. new rule if it comes out on home video i think we can spoil it okay yeah it is it is i rented it so So it is on uh, vod at least so we can i spoilers if you haven't seen spoilers for joker i don't understand why he killed his mom